0: 7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to
1: another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
3: Holy mackerel.
0: The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! Yeah,
5: who said that? Thank you!
0: God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi there, everybody.
6: Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble of Swamp, yada yada. Welcome.
2: Hi, hi, hi. Um, <laughs> no, no squid pro quo.
6: No Squid Pro Quo. (laughs) Although, if you watch the debut of The Watchmen on HBO, there was definitely Squid Pro Quo in that. So, uh, (laughs) sorry, comic nerds i will get it. Uh, And, of course, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the uh, Electric City, where they might have a few uh,
7: electrical squids out there. Well, we may. We lit America. Remember that. That's right. That's right.
6: Now, I want to know, with all of the technolog- technological adv- achievements and advancements uh, made by mankind, in particular those that have come from Scranton, Pennsylvania, do you have a good way to restring a pair of uh, clutched per- pearls that were clutched too hard? I just, you know, asking for a friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Poor flimsy, poor flimsy Graham. Uh, yeah, he uh, he ruptured his pearls again. So, uh, we'll get to that later. Poor baby.
7: <laughs> He's awful
6: red faces. today. stars
2: and goddess, oh dear. Yeah.
7: Well, you know, there's a sale on, on fainting couches. Oh, okay. Electric yeah, ones?
8: So,
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, hook the electrodes right up to the pearls, put them on the fainting couch, and Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, we'll get we'll get to him later. We'll. Uh, uh, that's my. I don't have my electrical shock there. Um. So yeah, a lot of stuff has been happening. Um. The the one thing that happened over the weekend, which I think is absolutely hilarious, and um, apparently has a lot of right wingers upset, and that is that uh, we <laughs> we have a new senator. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Pierre Delecto.
2: <laughs> Ooh la la.
6: Oh la la. Yes, I think do I need my French music for this? Uh cuz uh this is uh, uh wait, wait. There hold on. Here it is. I've got my French music here somewhere. There it is. There is some French music. Oh, it's so loud. Oh ho. The music oh. is so loud. Here with Pierre Delecto. Ha, ha. <laughs> well so turns out Mitt I'm Romney, Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney much like James Comey had a secret Twitter account that got sussed out by somebody I don't even know the full story about how it got found out but um, that's not really the story the story is everybody melting down that Pierre Delecto even exists <laughs> Oh, Pierre.
2: (laughs) Pierre, you and your Mormon cheese. Doesn't that
6: stand for like Delectable Peter? Or Peter Delectable or something?
2: Is that what that means? I'm going with the theory that that's Anne's sexy name for him. Stop it. What?
6: (laughs) That was Anne.
0: (laughs) Yes.
2: Don't Uh. you think?
6: I, but you know, it's it's. I don't think she thinks it's fair that he got sussed out. You know, it's not
0: fair. <laughs> That's right. It's not
4: fair.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: anyway, uh, and, and
2: I think that Pierre says hello, Rafalka. Hello, No
6: <laughs> Rafalka. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, dressage. <clears throat> it it could only been better if he was Pierre Dressage. So, um, but but yeah, so. So uh, uh, apparently, you know, I, did you guys read any of the tweets? Because I went through them and it didn't seem that bad. You know, it seemed like he they were, you know, go ahead, Rain.
2: It seems more like what the what the more interesting part of it was the likes that Pierre yeah. did. You know, he he likes a lot of the Romney tweets. He likes a lot of the you know the Never Trump tweets.
9: Mm -hmm.
2: and
6: uh, which would be a surprise to exactly oh let me see if Rudy Giuliani has that number Rudy do you have the number of how surprising that would be to anybody zero yeah that's uh (laughs) that's how many people should be surprised that Mitt Romney doesn't like Trump and likes himself yeah I mean, but once it's,
2: again, doesn't it prove that, you know, he's brave, brave Sir Romney, like he can't say anything
8: yeah.
2: <laughs> or like anything as his own persona. Yeah.
6: You know, uh, it, 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 you know, I, I, yeah, I definitely get that because seriously, I mean, look at how, you know, what, what Democrats will say about one another, about, you know, Republicans, what have you, uh, you know, whatever, uh, news story du jour. Oh, speaking of French, oh! <laughs> uh, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of yeah. a lot of French talk on here. Um, but uh,
7: Pepe Pepe Le Pew,
6: <laughs> yeah, c'est
7: Cis, so. moi, c'est
6: moi. I'm guessing uh, what what you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he regrets it, but a lot of people are saying that you know what what the Pierre Delecto uh, Twitter handle was is considered. That sounds
2: like a porn name, by the way. Well,
6: right. you know what it, what
2: it was. Take out your turn.
6: It was the French mistake. It, Romney, you made the French mistake.
7: Um, yeah, Pierre. So, Pierre I would have taken, taken Pepe Le Pew.
2: Hi, Pierre. That, did he hang? Did he hang out in Moulin Rouge when he did his? You know, his Mormon. Um, do you remember he went to France for his missionary work?
6: He did. He did.
2: I said missionary. Which oh, is yeah, funny you too. No. Stop it. Ah, the French. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you think he hung out at the Moulin Rouge under that gnome diplôme? Oh. The French have a word for it.
7: Uh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's gnome diplôme. It's joie vive.
4: Sure. I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king?
6: Uh, is yeah. that your
7: minky? Is that your minky?
4: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Can I touch your minky?
6: What the hell is this? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking for all my French drops, and there's one's a uh, Frenchman's Reserve Lobster Night. What is this a what? song? What are you doing? I don't, hold on. Welcome. Oh, yeah, never mind. To that... another edition of... Wait
5: a minute, hold on. Welcome to another edition of Did You Know? Did you know about our lobster night here at Frenchman's Reserve on the third <laughs> Friday of every month? It's a full lobster buffet. All you can eat. Oysters, clams, jumbo shrimp, stone crabs, all the various sauces that go
0: with it. And, of oh. course, Maine lobster flown in fresh that day. Oh god,
5: I don't even
6: know what the hell that's from, but I have
7: it. <laughs> was that? Yes, I think I remember that that commercial. That was a. Uh,
6: it was a uh, Frenchman's Grace. Reserve Lobster Night.
7: Lobster night, yeah. That was a. Oh, geez, I saw that before. That guy is. Uh, that it was like Grace and Hank's lobster something. I don't know
8: what. I
7: don't know. So anyway,
6: we're we're getting in all the way into all the French weeds here. Yeah, we
7: got into the, Yeah, into the weeds of
6: the French. Uh-huh. And uh, <clears throat> we're all wearing berets and striped shirts uh, and little scarves around our necks.
2: I am
10: shocked.
6: Shocked. Those of There's us who gambling. have them. Gambling
2: twisty. in this establishment.
7: Thank heaven yeah. <laughs> <Same laughs> for little girls Um no, Louis. And uh, I, yeah, I do. I think it's, it's. This is a start of a wonderful friendship.
2: I think anyway. it's very. I, I do. The fact that he hit it. This, this once again, you know, I think that the media is out there trying to make it sound like Mitt Romney is going to be the guy who sort of takes down Trump, but.
0: No. You're
6: going to need somebody yeah, with, uh, with, with, uh, with, with, the bigger
7: pearls. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, bigger, bigger pearls. Yeah. I have he, a scenario. He and
2: doesn't have big pearls.
7: I have a scenario on mind. Now, uh, Indulge me for a second.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: So, of course. Oh,
7: Let's say Pierre D'Electo. D'Electo. Okay. Pierre yes. D'Electo. Um, continues his uh, anti-Trump uh, position. And as more and more testimony comes out, Pierre D'Electo manages to lead the charge in the Senate and get 19 other senators to join him to convict, removing Trump from office. Mm-hmm. Then the Republicans, faced with the prospect of President Pence running against whoever in the general election, draft Romney
8: That's to run
7: in the rep- as a Republican candidate. Imagine... The sentiment for Romney going into that election, it, he would be a formidable <clears throat> under those circumstances. A formidable opponent under those circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Disgust. It's,
2: it's no. I I don't think that that's unrealistic. I also find that that's very dangerous for. If we're going to go into politics at this, I think it's very dangerous for our side.
7: <laughs> well, yes. I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to agree with. I'm just, I'm just saying just from a you know from. How do they say it on the cable news networks? From 30,000 feet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's but look didn't down, down at this. I, not that I believe him, but didn't he <clears> say <throat> that he's not going to... Well, he did say he's not going to primary Trump. He said he's not going to run for president. No, so,
7: no, so no I, but he he didn't talk about the possibility of impeachment and a trial
2: yeah.
7: where he may be a central figure in in garnering 19 other senators who probably yeah. there's more of them in private who would be happy to oh, knock this yeah. guy out but wouldn't want to do it in public but if he took the lead well, yeah. and started a landslide or, or, or the dominoes falling rather imagine him getting drafted in at the convention or even oh, before that's a
2: long shot at the convention well, yeah. no
7: even before even before trump's out okay trump's out whenever he gets convicted he's out pence is president pence, pence is, is wounded already he's mortally wounded mm-hmm. who do they turn to but the hero of america the the one republican who stood up and yeah. said enough well
2: it, it is a it's long shot hard but you have to stand you know. up when you have a jail yeah on. i mean this
7: yeah. this is a hypothetical way sure. out there thing
2: but it's I know that. but it's but it's 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 uh it's interesting it's to think about. Yeah.
7: It's
0: not
2: science uh, plausible. Yeah. Trump is president. Anything's plausible. Yeah, really.
6: So uh, now now uh, there's there's uh all this uh setup has been for one particular clip I'd like to play. Um uh the fake Christian the fake pastor, uh Mike Huckabee. Uh I just want to say Mike, you know. Uh, again, for all these uh, these fundies out there who really think that they're good Christians and think that, you know, maybe lying isn't as bad as murder, show me in the Ten Commandments where God says that, you know, one's worse than the other, okay? Um, because <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, but yeah, so Mike Huckabee is just beside himself over, over Pierre Delecto and Mitt Romney. Um, and oh, and opens with a really funny joke. Funny. So I, my, I don't think a five-year-old kid would have would would you know wouldn't be embarrassed to, to tell this joke, but um, yeah, he uh he goes crazy. Oh, well, not crazy, but you know he 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 you know he gets whipped up into you know some indignation and and starts. Spe- spewing lies as always but yeah so here's a
10: Hickabilly talking about Pierre Delecto on Fox News Mitt Romney bounces back and forth more than a tennis ball at a Venus Williams match <laughs> oh,
6: <laughs> because wow. tennis and balls and bouncing
8: <laughs>
6: seriously it's not even a joke no, at a stupid. Venus Williams match, he bounced back and forth like a tennis ball at a Venus Williams match. <laughs> God. He
2: didn't work, He did not workshop that.
6: No, no. I mean, there were a lot better analogies you could use. You know, I mean, just you know, you know, he flip flopped so much you could find him on spring break down in Florida. You know, oh. on a Ooh, teenager's I was feet.
2: Say he- Yeah, he flops as much as a fish pulled over the boat deck.
6: Sure. Bows back and forth like a ball. Oh, God. Okay, so anyway, there's his joke out of the way. Um, Evidently,
2: Huckabee has a secret crush on Venus Williams.
6: Oh, well, what do you know? Better tell Big Southern. Because
2: really, why bring her up? She's not really in the news at all right now.
6: You better warn uh, Mrs. Uh, Big Southern Hamburger Huckabee. (laughs) So,
7: <laughs> don't take her cheese plate away. Uh uh-uh. Uh
6: Well, you remember the joke on SNL that somebody, uh, the the actress who played her said, "I'm the daughter of Mike Huckabee and a big Southern cheeseburger,
10: <laughs> 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 big Southern hamburger." Anyway, continuing. Uh, that's part of it, but the, the latest thing is this incredible revelation that he is, in fact. Pierre Delecto. He's got a secret (laughs) Twitter account. I find this just really stunning. The man's 72 years old. Having fake Twitter accounts on social media, Uh, that's the work of kids, cowards, couch potatoes, and perverts like Uh. Carlos Danger. What on earth Uh. does a United States Senator do calling himself Pierre Delecto? Uh, If he's got something to say, man up and say it. And and let us all realize that this guy is not a team player. He's still bitter because Donald Trump got elected and he didn't. He needs to get over it. He needs to realize that the choice in this country is a choice between socialism and the very capitalism that he so celebrated mm-hmm. and that made him so incredibly uber wealthy.
6: What a filthy fucking liar. I'm just gonna say it right now. The dis the there's a binary decision between socialism and capitalism communism and capitalism no we'll take it a step further just complete dystopian motorcycle riding nazis that come to everybody's house and they distribute your cheerios to the whole neighborhood i mean i'm so tired of that i'm so tired of this you know socialism devil you know, it's like, look, we're already practicing socialism on so many levels in this country that benefit capitalism. Shut the fuck up, you dirty liar. You dirty, filthy, shit-mouth liar. I hate him so much. But I also want to say, he just said that basically what Romney's doing is the equivalent of uh, 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 asshole uh, Carlos Danger, Wiener, Anthony Wiener, um, showing dick pics. To people yeah excuse me but he can do whatever the fuck he wants in his spare time on the internet he might not be brave for doing what he's doing but he's not doing what trump does he's not going out there and you know uh, inciting violence against the press or you know demonizing you know uh, everybody you know who, who's you know again with the socialism threat um uh, you know or going against the you know um uh, the aoc squad or doing something racist or sexist or homophobic or whatever i mean no that's not you know no yeah maybe he thinks he he's too he's too old to be doing fake twitter accounts well you know what you're too old mike huckabee to be a fake christian because you're lying about yeah. shit you know, you you're old enough to share. know better, that if you truly believe I, 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 in the br- in, in fire and brimstone, Huckabee, you should fucking repent, shut your mouth, and stay off Fox News. Go ahead,
7: either one of you. <laughs> I, I resent that. As, as a 70-year-old, too old to have a, a fake Twitter account, I have a fake Twitter account.
2: I was just going to bring that up,
1: Joe. I,
7: I do, one. and I, the reason I have it is because I was blocked by Joe Scarborough, and I still wanted to harass him. <laughs> huh. So I, I made a Pierre Delecto account of my own.
2: Oh, well. Yes.
7: Nice. Is it secret? It's called-
2: was it called PP Delicio? No.
7: If you go on <laughs> Twitter and search for Corey Garman, that would be me. Corey Garman? Yeah. I, I, I like the name Corey. Oh. And uh, I was looking at my Garmin at the time. And I said, okay, that's the last name. Garman.
2: But that's the thing. There, I think that there are a lot. There's so many things with what Huckabee said that was wrong. Mm. <clears throat> First off, to try to say he's 71 years old and he's too old to do this stuff. Don't tell me for one minute that the people who run Trump's account don't have <clears throat> fake accounts out there trolling other people. Oh, yeah. There's a lot mm. of people who do that. Mm. I don't. <clears throat> I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't.
7: Well, I'll be honest with you. I do, but it's only Joe Scarborough.
2: And it's it's fine. I think that a lot of people do that, especially if you know they get they get thrown in Twitter jail. Then they have a backup account. I mean, this does happen. But the other thing that I found really amazing is when when Huckabee said he's he's bitter because Trump became president. Yeah. Now, it, Romney's a lot of things. I have never ever seen him come across as a bitter person. Spineless. Feckless, yeah. weak, flip floppy. Yeah. A well, lot that's... of things, but not resentful. I think that the no. only person who was resentful is possibly Huckabee. Didn't he run for president? You know who's resentful? The guy
7: who won the presidency last. Oh, yeah, there there is that. You know, that's the that's, <coughs> that's the whole stole irony it, here. Stole
8: it stole it.
7: Is that the guy who mm-hmm. won has been resentful for the last two and a half years. Apparently, that he won. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand him. Because he, all he's done since he was elected is whine.
6: Yeah, Kat, yep. Kat points out fuckability uh, lost to Pierre Delecto in 2012. That's, um,
2: that's what I thought. Thank yeah. you, Kat. And so there's the resentment. Hello, and, project much, Mr. That, Christian and, man. And
6: also, let's do this too. So, uh, Mike Huckabee, as a fake Christian, is perfectly fine with oh John Barron or uh, what what were the other names? The John Barron Dennis um, Dennis Dennis whatever. Yeah, all the all the fake Trump names. Yeah.
2: All of but, these, yes.
6: But Pierre Delecto is a bridge too far. Now Huckabee please, Huckabee was yeah. okay with the access Hollywood tape and Trump admitting to sexual sexually assaulting women. Nineteen um, of them
7: count
8: it.
6: And he was okay with that. Yes, yeah, 19 women uh, came forward. Um, and But Pierre Delecto is a bridge too far. Mike Huckabee is okay with Donald John Trump raw-dogging Stormy Daniels with his little uh, poison mushroom cap.
2: Oh, dear God,
6: stop. And getting spanked with a magazine while Melania Trump took care of their infant son at home. But Pierre but Delecto okay. But Pierre Delecto was a bridge too far.
7: And let me let me say one more. Uh Huckabee Fuckabee was fine with his son yes. hanging a dog to a tree. Yes. And mm-hmm. then getting him off. Yep. Okay. Animal cruelty.
2: Can you rephrase that? Thank you.
7: Yeah.
6: Okay. That- well, he is um, friends with the Duggars still, so I who knows.
2: Yeah,
7: but 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 a bridge too far was pure delecto. yeah yeah that was my two cents
6: yes
2: and i I find it interesting Mm -hmm. the the thing is and i do i I believe this i think that it would be nice if mitt romney would have come out and liked these things but he was too afraid to on the other hand i think he was doing this to try to gauge what was going on with the never the trump crowd now at a certain point i don't I mean, I know he gave, he, gave, there was a, he gave an interview to Axios, and I guess it was aired on Showtime, or it's going to air on Showtime. I've only seen the clips. But at a certain point, Romney is putting himself in a place where he's going to need to shit or get off the pot. He's still dancing around it in a typical Romney way. Yeah. Where this is, uh, this is aberrant. I really disagree with this. And, you know, it, the, the, one of the bravest things he actually did was admit that that was his, his secret account. Which well, doesn't oh, yeah. say much about his bravery.
7: I hate to do this, but going along with my little theory, and in, in a slight defense of Mitt Romney, oh God, I hate to do this, but anyway, he would be a potential juror, and if he was to have any credibility right. with other Republicans to try to persuade them during a trial, okay, he he has to play this smart. Yeah. And by playing smart, I mean, if your intention is to be open-minded to removal from office, which has never been done before in the history of this country, ever.
2: That's correct.
7: Okay? Uh, I think you have to play it like, I'm going to be a juror, and I'm going to be fair. It's the only way he's going to start the dominoes to fall, maybe to get uh, Cory Gardner, <laughs> maybe to get uh, you know people like that to say, well... You know, he's going to give me cover.
2: That's that's not a bad point. Yeah, I mean, I honestly do believe. I, like, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it was Jeff Flake a couple of weeks ago. I think it was Flake who said, if it were a secret vote, thirty members of the Senate would vote to impeach him. And yes. somebody else said, I think it was last week. I know of twenty people. So, I I feel like. I think that if people are coming out and saying those things, that there the votes are there, the votes are there.
7: And there's another thing going on Mitch. That's a, a little yeah, Mitch. Yeah. I don't, th- I, I, I'm not sure about this, but I don't know that Mitch is going to have much control over the trial because the presiding officer is going to be John Roberts, yes. not Mitch McConnell.
2: And you know what, Joe? I've said this on the show before. I want to just re-up what I've said when when Gorsuch was put on, and then uh, and then and then went boof. I said this and I still believe this. Even though I don't agree with his his political stance, I think that John Roberts wants to be the one who is known to maintain <clears throat> the independence of that court. I think that people do not realize or I, it's it's my it's my position that yeah. i think that roberts really could be a wild card in all of this
7: it's just i don't know I, I i don't know how much of the trial mitch mcconnell could control if the presiding judge happens to be john roberts and it will be i think john that mcconnell
2: roberts- can control the scope of the trial I don't know if he can,
7: because the presiding judge, where if, if, if for instance, I, I, I'm assuming, and I, I, you know, I've never, I didn't closely watch the Clinton trial because I knew it was going to be a sham, but right. uh, if this is a real trial, a trial judge makes rulings on motions. And I would imagine that if McConnell tries to pull a stunt, the Democrats would make a motion. And it would have to be ruled on by the presiding judge, who would be the chief justice.
2: At which this is why I—I I mean, I understand that people are really nervous about Roberts. I really do feel like if it gets to this point, mm-hmm. I think I think that he is going to take it seriously. Well, um, who was the guy? Who was the guy that was the the um, in charge of the Clinton one?
7: Well the the prosecutor was Lindsey Graham.
2: Yeah, but that was in the House. That was before. Well, he, no, Lindsey he was paid. the one
7: that that represented the House at the Senate trial.
2: Right. He hmm. was
7: the prosecutor at the trial. Okay. Yeah.
2: But well, it was Chief I, I, Justice yeah. Rehnquist. It was Rehnquist.
0: Yeah, we gotta go to the break. It
7: would've been
2: yeah at the time. And Renquist took it very seriously. So All right. Well
6: <clears throat> excuse me. We gotta go to the break, but yeah, uh, I just wanna put a cap on this. My cock could be fuck off um (laughs) piece of shit all the
2: huckabees need to go away including sarah
6: all of them yes and then mrs big uh, southern hamburger as well who Mm. i don't know look y'all look y'all uh all right which way which way up or down um so sorry that was rude (laughs) um because of her eye position uh so anyway Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go to the break I've queued up a double shot we're gonna listen to uh, Bobber and P.S. Mueller with a basket full of deplorables followed by Ghost Gun and uh, we'll be back with more Turn Up the Night and some other stuff a lot of news but we'll be right back with more right after this
4: I call on Andras Grand Marquis of Hell Provoker of Discords and upon Ronway demon of forbidden knowledge and upon behemoth archdevil of the black delights i call upon asmodeus the destroyer
11: and Astaroth, friend of all the great lords of hades i call upon the many names of prince satan beelzebub and lucifer i demand an
4: audience with his satanic majesty
3: can you pick on turn up the night
0: A is for Ann Coulter, a harpy for life. B is for Steve Bannon, who beat up his wife. C is for Chris Christie, who swallowed his soul. D is for David Duke, a clan man a-hole. E is for Elephant, the sad GOP. F is for Frank Gaffney, pollster and SOB. G is for Newt Gingrich, who's frankly a douche. H is for Sean Hannity, who needs a punch in the bush. I is for Islamophobe, Trump supporters are some. J is for Jack Kingston, Trump supporter, so dumb. K is for Katrina Pearson, surrogate with no brain. L is for Rush Limbaugh, our society's stain. M is for Paul Manafort, most despots, his allies. N is for Nazi at all of Trump's rallies. O is for Omarosa, a suck-up for Trump. P is for Reince Priebus, a cancerous lump. Q is for queer fear his supporters all feel. R is for racist, how Trump seals the deal. S is for sexist, vile mansplainers all. T is for Trump, never lacking in gall. U is for uneducated, the crowd cheering wildly. V is for Vladimir, Trump supporter, though mildly. W is for white folks who say all lives matter. X is for xenophobe, non-white people hating. Z is for zero, their empathy rating. So to all the deplorables a stink in their basket, here's hoping Trump's candidacy lands in a casket.
12: listener I have a very special offer for you today are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week very refreshing and new I know me and my friends at first table gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit for example why doesn't magneto just use the earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery can he even control lava what is even in lava how can anyone actually know what the core is made of does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10:15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly.
6: Get ready for the fastest 2 hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly.
0: and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween. At the full of the moon, when the night
4: is dark, make a wide path around the unholy grounds of the night
0: people. IndieMediaWeekly.com
1: This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
12: Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's
5: terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings.
4: Oh my God! They killed Kenny! You bastard! i that worse, It's showtime!
6: It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always... Mr. Electric City himself, Joe Santorsa, owner/operator Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Caramel Show. Uh, welcome back.
7: Thanks, and a little bit of a public service announcement: uh, Scranton will be hosting Joe Biden tomorrow at
3: 9:30 at Scranton
7: Cultural Center. So uh, you know, come if on you down, can, go visit. Come on down and visit him. And we have an ex-Obama staffer running for mayor. What? Oh yes, here I'll put her little webpage up there for you to enjoy. Her name is Paige Cognetti and she was a senior advisor to the undersecretary at the treasury department under Obama.
2: That's awesome.
7: And she is running as an independent in a crowded field. And really? uh, Give her a look. Yes, Paige is quite a girl.
2: What cool. made her run as an independent, Joe? Well, because
7: the Democratic machine in Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania, tends to be very, very old boy.
8: Okay. And she's
7: running against the old boy network. Okay. And she said so in her ads. She has great ads out. Cool. That the old boy network's trying to pick the mayor, but she's not going to let them.
2: Well, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send her a couple of uh, bucks.
7: because. Well, I put her page. I put Paige's page up there. Check her out. Gonna have a baby in December. Oh, and, she can't uh,
2: run. She can't run.
7: She's running. <laughs> <Having> <laughs> she's a baby? running. What the hell? She's Harvard ed- Harvard educated and uh, an Obama staffer. So nice. Give her a look. Thanks, give her a look.
12: Obama. Do you yeah. endorse her, Joe?
7: I wish I lived in the city, but I don't. Oh, mm-hmm. But I okay. certainly, certainly, she would be the one I would vote for. you really? okay. go. Because the morons that are running against uh-huh. her are just that morons. Yeah.
8: Okay,
2: that's good to know. I, I will I'll send her a couple of dollars. And
7: uh, of course, I should say that the current mayor is going to jail. So. Oh, oh well. Oh. Yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah. We need less morons, and I yes, guess we that do. means we need less. And more Harvard-educated Obama supporters. <laughs> she also was
7: his his uh, fundraiser morons. in Pennsylvania, I think, in two thousand eight. So. Time okay. to teach yeah. the morons some lessons. Yeah. See, and kick, kick the old boy network in the balls, in the balls. less right In the balls.
6: On. See, I'm I'm really morons. desperately trying to push the opposite of morons as lessons. Lessons. So, um, okay. I like to think yeah, we're a bunch just, of okay. lessons here, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, anyway, Ann Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., The Beltway Bureau, The Bubble, The Swamp. Welcome back.
2: Hi. No, hey. I do want to. I'm going to toss her a couple of bucks because you know our Sounds friend. That's good. Um
6: Carl Frisch
2: Carl, Carl is running and you know we we tossed money his way it looks like he all politics is local
6: Absolutely So Yes
2: you know find somebody you like locally if if it's a friend of a friend or somebody who just toss them even if it's just $5
7: I'm going to toss her some money I mean the current mayor got caught in a, a pay for play scheme
2: Oh Hi.
7: Okay and uh Unfortunately, he hid some of the cash in his suspended ceiling in his house.
4: Oh, not too
7: late. But the FBI caught up with him, and uh, so she's she's vouching to clean it up. Good. I think I I think I get squeeze a few more bucks up there. Oh shit! <laughs> give her two dollars. Give her a dollar. Give her what you can because the girl's gonna win. Yes. S- they try help to suspend help
6: suspend her, the help suspend her. her ceiling.
7: <laughs> yes. Yes.
6: So she can
2: break it. Well, thanks thanks for that information, Joe. That's awesome.
6: No Let no me criminal. just try
2: and squeeze a few
6: more of these pay-to-play bucks up there. Oh! oh! Yeah.
7: What was that? <laughs>
6: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> speaking of criminals, um, let's go ahead and, uh, and, uh, I, we, we need to listen to Mick Mulvaney. Uh, he really cleared things up with Chris Wallace this Sunday about his, uh, his quid pro quo gaff from last week. Um, and, uh, it, no, really, he did a great job of clearing it up. Hey, here, here's the audio real quick. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was the audio of a man taking a giant shit. I you can understand how I would have mixed those two clips up, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I am so sorry. I can't believe I mixed that up with the Mulvaney interview because he did such a such a great job. Uh wait, I, I did it again. Okay. Uh <laughs> I set that up. Uh so this is the night where Ken explains all the jokes he's trying to do. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so Mick Mulvaney. Uh, oh, Destroyer Kurt knows where that clip's from. Yeah, it's from Mr. Bungle. You're right. <laughs> so, uh, I think I'm the only show who uses that. Only. But anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Chris Wallace had Mick Mulvaney on to, uh, again, clear things up and it was hilarious
13: it was absolutely hilarious here it's this is a long clip so we'll we'll pause it at some point here White House Chief of Staff, Mick Mulvaney. Mick, welcome back to Fox News Sunday.
9: Good morning. Yeah, I flinched a little bit because that's what people were saying that I said, but I, I didn't say that, but I'm looking forward to the
13: conversation. All right, let's have the conversation. Yeah. Why, here's my first question. Why did you say in that briefing that President Trump had ordered a quid pro, cro, quid pro quo <laughs> that investigating the Democrats, that that Aid to
9: Ukraine depended on investigating the Democrats why'd you say that uh, again that's not what I said that's what people said that I said here's what I said I'll say it again uh, and hopefully people will listen this time there were two reasons <laughs> that we held up the aid um, we've talked about this at some length the first one was the uh, the rampant corruption in Ukraine Ukraine by the way, Chris, is so bad in Ukraine that in 2014, Congress passed a law uh, making, it, uh, making us uh, requiring us to make sure that corruption was moving in the right direction. So corruption's a big deal. Everybody knows it. The president was also concerned about whether or not other nations, specifically European nations, were helping with foreign aid to the Ukraine as well. We've talked about that uh, for, for, for quite a while now. I did then mention that in the past, the president had mentioned for me to time to time about the DNC server. He mentioned the DNC server to other people publicly. He even mentioned it to President Zelensky in the phone call, but it wasn't connected to the aid. And that's where I think people got sidetracked this weekend at that press conference. Two reasons for holding back the aid. Uh, Uh, let 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 me pursue that, though. Sure. Because I believe that anyone
13: listening to what you said in that briefing could come to only one conclusion. Let's
9: play what you said. Sure. Did he also mentioned to me in past the past the, 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 the corruption related to the DNC server? Absolutely. No question about that. Um, but that's it. And that's why we held up the money. What you just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation into the, into the Democratic server uh, happened as well. We, we, do, we do that all the time with foreign policy.
13: You were asked specifically by Jonathan Carl, was investigating Democrats one of the conditions for holding up the aid? Was yeah. that part of the quid pro quo? And you said, it happens all the time.
9: Yeah, but go back and watch what I said before. that I don't know if you guys can queue it up or not. There was a <laughs> long answer about corruption yeah. and a you, long no, answer dude, you about totally said stated, that just like I told you then, and, and then I said the exact same thing I just said now, which is that he mentioned in what? passing, yes, but the reason that we held back the aid were the two reasons I mentioned. And
6: all right, let's let's pause it at the two, ma- two, two reasons. <laughs>
8: um, he said
6: it was a. It,
2: yeah. He,
7: I, yeah. Okay. Here's 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 the way Colbert put it last night. Okay. You walk up to somebody with a knife and start stabbing them to death. And you start yelling, this is not murder, this is not murder, while you stab them in the chest. And you say, that doesn't make it not murder. While you're committing the crime, if you say you're not committing that crime, you're still committing that
2: crime. Did we get to the part where he said, you know, you heard one thing and you're not listening to what I said and what I said is...
6: Yeah, he he, he he mixes that in throughout. He peppers that in throughout.
2: I mean, he's basically saying what I said is what I said, but you're misunderstanding what I said because I said it, but you're not hearing the language that I'm speaking in. Well,
6: he just said that he had two reasons that the aid was held up. No, no, no. There were three reasons. And then he goes on to elaborate. Oh, okay. Yeah, there were three reasons. That's, I tots forgot I pulled a Rick Perry. I forgot the third Oops. thing. Oops. Oops. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. But this,
2: this all precludes the fact that Trump admitted the quid pro quo. I mean, yeah. I, I know, you know, the news, it goes so fast and furious, and, and I think we should focus on what, you know, Snickers Mulvaney said. Snickers. But Trump admitted it. He admitted it. He admitted it on camera. He admitted it by releasing the, the fake transcript or whatever mm-hmm. that was. He... Admi- he he.
6: Every Republican has basically admitted it. They admit it and they say, but that's not what happened.
2: That's the problem I'm having right they, now. They're, they're they admitted like, it and then of course we did it, but that didn't said, happen. Well, they... In different in different variations, it they happened, but it, it didn't. And they say, "But you misunderstood what he meant to say was." Yeah. And this is the thing that has been annoying me a lot lately. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's been annoying me all along, but you know, it, it the same with the lynching thing today. Yeah, he said that, but that's not what he meant to say. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is that he said it.
6: Yeah. So let's continue with uh, the, uh, the the the. Uh, what? The
2: Mulvaney Wiggle. Let's call it the Mulvaney Wiggle.
6: Yeah. Okay. Here, more Mulvaney Wiggle. Is this like when, when, like you do a little wiggle because you're sitting on the can and you don't feel like it's like, oh, come on. Yes.
2: Yes. I think it's just like that. Okay. Come on. Come on. I can get it out.
6: Maybe. Maybe just raise up a couple inches and drop down real hard. <laughs>
2: Just oh. go with, I like
6: Mulvaney Wiggle. Okay, not the two-inch drop,
9: All right, And I can prove it to you. The aid oh. flowed. Once we were able to satisfy ourselves that corruption Wiggle. was actually, they were doing better with it. Uh, we got that information from our folks, from the conversation with oh. Mr. Zelensky. And once we were able to, to establish, we had the Office of Management Budget do research on other countries' aid to Ukraine. It turns out they don't give hardly any lethal aid, but they do give a considerable sum of money in non-lethal aid. Once those two things were cleared, the money flowed. There was never any connection between the flow of money and the. But, but
13: Mick, and, you know, I, I hate to go uh, through this, but but you said what you said, and the right. fact is, after that exchange with Jonathan Carl, you were asked another time why the aid was held up. What was the condition for the aid? And you didn't mention two conditions. You mentioned three conditions, and I want to. And let's listen to all three of them because this you stated it very clearly.
9: Let's listen. Three issues for that. The corruption in the country, whether or not other countries were participating in the support of the Ukraine, and whether or not they were uh, cooperating in an ongoing investigation with our Department of Justice. That's completely legitimate.
6: Well, you heard me say the number three in the press conference, but what I actually said was the number two. And there was a third thing there that I didn't say that you misheard. And you really need to pay attention to what I said and what I did not say, which I will put asterisk by from here on out. I, I mean, no, it's insane. It's, it's insane. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm sick of using that word, but you know, it's like, dude, you just said there were two points. Now, Chris Wallace <sighs> plays you the fucking tape of you saying there were three conditions. And you outlined the one condition that makes it quid pro quo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Political I think it's funny hijinks. That saying
7: number two. No. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. These people must have great chiropractors, because the knots they twist themselves in, they can't oh get goodness. out on their
6: own. Oh my god. Yeah. They. They're they to have, they Cir- have, to have help. They're, they're going to have jobs in Cirque du Soleil if they don't go to prison. Uh, after oh, all this. Oh really. They they're they're looking for some good contortionists Mulvaney, although could, uh, all the ugly mugs on those guys. There's no like bird mask in the world that's gonna fix that shit. Um, so anyway, I don't know what. Just yes, everybody in Cirque du Soleil wears a bird mask, folks. That's what I think. <laughs> it's also French. Anyway,
8: Ooh.
2: Uh, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you you God. will spot
6: Pierre Delecto at many a performance.
2: Pierre
7: um, Pierre
6: he Leve-
2: stars in every. Every one of those
1: shows.
6: He was in La Cage of
1: Flow.
6: La Cage aux uh, Well, you know Le there Cage was that, flow. I love that. Oh. Uh, I love that scene from that one movie. He's in he, where he comes in and he's like, "Huh, huh, who ordered the baguette?"
4: Oh.
7: <laughs> but it's not a
4: baguette.
7: Bravo. He's the he's the one in the you know in the uh, Clouseau movie when he comes to the the desk at the hotel and says, "Do you have the massage?" <laughs> And the guy said, oh, yeah, down the street, two blocks, knock on the door. They no, old. no, no, not that massage. The massage. I, yes. You know, the
2: thing about Mulvaney <laughs> is that I stopped arguing in person with these people a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd come at them, like, here are the facts. And this is, you know, Wallace came at him with the facts, and then he kept shifting the goalposts or... Playing, I don't know, Pong.
6: Within a five minute it, time it, period.
2: Yeah, and it, it's sort of those things where it's like you don't even realize, you don't even know what you're defending. Yeah. Like I, I listened to that, listening to it again. I heard it, I heard it since Sunday. And it, it's, he doesn't, he's just throwing, he sounds like every fucking Trump supporter out there who doesn't even know what they're defending. And yep. What makes it even worse is that he is. The acting chief of staff. He's not that guy who shows up at your friend's picnic, and now you're yeah. arguing over Trump, over you know a Bud Light.
6: Well, here here's the rest. You know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. We're just running out of time.
13: So here's the, but no, I totally oh, get it. Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, we got a couple more minutes of this clip continuing. Not only did you say that investigating the Democrats was one of the three conditions, not two. That you had just said that you had talked about investigating the democrats was part of the quid pro quo you also said if i may it right. was part of the justice department investigation into the origins of the russia probe but the fact is not only did the, the press think you said it here's what uh, a statement that was put out by a senior justice department official if the white house was withholding aid in regards to the cooperation of any investigation of the department of justice that is news to us everybody thinks that that's what yeah, you said, uh, and uh, you didn't. Uh, you
9: said right there. Right. Three points, not two. Well, and a couple of different things. You, again, said just a few seconds ago that I said there was a quid pro quo. Never use that language, because there, there is not a quid pro quo. You, but you were
13: asked by, by Jonathan Karl. You <laughs> described a quid pro quo, and you said that happens
9: all the well, time. And, and reporters will use their language all the time. So if my language English? Never said quid pro quo, but let's English. get to the, the heart of the matter. Go back and look at that list ah. of three things. What was I talking about? Things that it was legitimate for the president to do. Number one, it is legitimate for the president to want to uh, to know what's going on with the ongoing investigation into the server. Everybody acknowledges that, at least I think most normal Fucking people server. do. It's completely no. legitimate to ask about that. Number two, it's legitimate to tie the aid to corruption. It's legitimate to tie the aid to foreign aid from other countries. That's what I was talking about with a three. Can I see how people took that the wrong way? Absolutely. But I never said there was a quid pro quo, because there right, isn't. Again, Chris, you, you've been in these, in, these, in these briefings. You know how back and forth it is. You know how rapid fire it is. Look to the facts on the ground, things that you can actually sort okay. of certify, and oh. what, what should put this issue to bed is that the money flowed without any connection whatsoever to the DNC, sir. You,
13: in your first answer, which I gave, you said, that's why we held up the money. First you just said yes. here that it was for two reasons. Now you're acknowledging it was for three reasons. If you held up the money for three reasons, that was, that's a quid pro no, quo. I, I You've not... got to satisfy on us on those. Now, maybe the president backed off that, but that was the proposition. Here it absolutely was, and amen oh, to Chris Lord. Wallace for that amen.
6: for getting ah, all the audio. And, and no, 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 there were three points, not two. Yeah, you just lied, and now yep. you're saying, now you're saying what you did say at the press conference. And it is a quid pro quo, it's a quid pro quo from the transcript, the partial transcript, the notes. Um, it's, it's quid pro quo that it's, it's confirmed that the whistleblower knew exactly what was going on. It's confirmed with John Bolton and his staffer. And now today we're going to hear this when we come back, Bill Taylor, top Ukraine diplomat testifying today at the impeachment inquiry. Holy shit balls, Batman. He's not a Trump cultist. Can I
2: just toss one other thing that I, just it's been bothering the hell out of me mm-hmm. this idea of that the that Ukraine has the DNC server mm-hmm. is total and complete bullshit
6: yeah it's a it's a yeah. right-wing conspiracy theory
2: there is no I, the and you you probably server, started that's it like you know
6: one wild guess as to who started that rumor and put it out there for the Alex Joneses of the world to talk about.
8: Well,
7: on the other side of the break, I have... The Kremlin!
6: A, a question. Yes.
2: yes. I have, this idea I have, of looking for the server and uh, thinking that the DNC server is in Ukraine...
6: It's Russian that propaganda. That is the most
2: completely false bullshit story ever. It's
6: Russian but, propaganda. Period. But Joe, what were you going to say?
7: On the other side of
2: the break, I, I want to
7: bring up something that nobody ever asks. Well, unless you have time now. Is our children learning? No, the <laughs> thing is this. Okay, here, follow this logic. They're saying that Ukraine is the one that hacked the server. Right, right. Okay, the server was the DNC server. Mm-hmm. When hacked, got emails that were damaging to yes. Hillary Clinton.
2: I know, Joe. And were handed
7: Ooh. over to WikiLeaks, whom Trump kept saying... I love WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks. And those were damaging. So mm-hmm. now now they're trying to make the case that that server, which was hacked, from which emails were stolen and used to hurt Hillary Clinton, were actually used by the Ukrainians to hurt Trump. Yes. How, yes, that's, how, that's exactly... That, how does that work? That's exactly that's, that's the problem. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, for and. Thank Q- you, That has been
2: the problem with
7: all Q-anon. of this all along. It doesn't make sense. Why would okay, you? Why would you be saying that Ukraine tried mm-hmm. to rig the election for Hillary Clinton when the emails they hacked hurt Hillary Clinton? Uh,
6: it's yeah, it's bonkers. It's stupid. So anyway, all right, good point. But yeah, we can thank we can you, discuss we you. can discuss more when we come back. Uh, But yeah, so uh, uh, Anywho, it is break time We shall return with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this
14: Friends, here's some exciting news
8: Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself If you believe in yourself You will know how to
1: Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick
8: Sounds up everybody We're walking more
0: When was the last time You were afraid really afraid brace yourself for the sound of terror it comes every time you hear IndieMediaWeekly.com
13: you are suddenly surrounded by monsters
4: you become a party to the horror in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary starring Cash Flag in Bloody Color
1: welcome to another edition of turn up the night with kenny pick
0: what you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle so revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere you may ask yourself how is this possible computers that's how
2: He has a machine and a cord
4: right out of his
0: computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact.
4: That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel.
7: The internet, that's the one with email,
0: right? You've got mail. Yes, who
5: said that? Thank you.
0: God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
6: Oh, hello. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide. I have said this many, many times before. <laughs> and, of course, uh, we're on Indie Media Weekly, radio for humans. Please enjoy all of the lovely Halloween music and Paul's Memory Bank and Midnight Sun and the Bento Box. And coming soon, we're going to be reviving the TV sound, Susan's 80s uh, music show on Thursday nights. And, of course, Gods and Monsters. I'm rebuilding uh, the, the Gods and Monsters metal library now. So i uh, try to mix it up a little bit. Try and put more rare stuff in there than, than stuff you hear all the time. Uh, so uh, Although I've always had a good mix in there. Uh, look at me arguing with myself. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back. I'm like Mick Mulvaney here. Well, you know, they're... There were oh, there were too many popular songs in there, but there was never really that many popular songs in there. Anyway, welcome back. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Der bubble.
2: Oh. Happy October 22nd.
6: Right. Yeah. I wasn't
2: That's sure if you mentioned that at the beginning of the show.
6: I didn't say that, but yes, it is October 22nd, 2019. Thank you for that. I I'm, I've, 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 was trying to get real good, it mentioning the dates is it is the significance of october 22nd
2: um well it's the day that um no
8: no okay
6: i just
2: <laughs> i was trying to, i was trying to help you out there i is wasn't it, sure if you mentioned it and it, i know that you've been trying really hard to mention it so is
6: it international uh ice cream made is by robots day or something
2: october 22nd day
6: there we go At so least it's
2: in this hemisphere
6: is it international pop and lock day um and, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just breakdancing, everybody. It's um,
2: painful for a 52-year-old woman. I Oh, something popped and now my back is locked.
6: There you go, see? Uh, and, of course, Joe Santoris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Is it fair to say that Trump will be gone in a scaramochi I think Mulvaney's going to be gone in about half a scaramochi After after <laughs> that, so. uh, that f- just like um, uh, free form or uh, yeah, it was a free form scat fest on Fox News. Scat. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was just like a chimp throwing around his leavings. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, who's going to who, who do you think is going to replace him? Because he's gone, right? We can assume that, can't we?
6: Well, he, I, I think uh, Minuchin or Conway at this point, unless Conway is the uh, author of that new book, which we'll That's find out about. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but I, now I want I want to start with this one um, uh, before we we get into the other stuff because I think this is uh, I think it's more appropriate to to talk about this. Trump today tweeted out early this morning on his little you know shitter twitter um rant i've said shit a lot tonight on the show by the way uh, but yeah his little uh shitter twitter rant this morning said that it, 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 the impeachment he was it, it, what did he say he was literally being lynched or something like that it was it was like an action i don't remember i don't didn't read the yeah, entire tweet
2: i, I can uh- Give me a second. I can. That's, find uh, let, can
6: let's find it. let me. Let me. Well, you're looking for that. Let me play Lindsey Graham defending what he said. Yes. Um, but yeah, here's, here's a uh, Lindsey Graham defending, uh, that.
3: I think that's pretty well accurate. This is a sham. This is a joke. I'm going to let the whole world know that if we were doing this to a democratic president, he would be all over me right now. Not one person is asking me a question. What do you think about the fact that president Trump doesn't know who his accuser is? What do you think about the fact that the Republican minority cannot call witnesses, that everything's done behind that's closed not- doors? I can only imagine if this were a democratic president what you would be saying to me right now. So it shows a lot of things about our national media. When it's about Trump, who cares about the process as long as you get it? So, yeah, this is a lynching in every sense. This is un-American. I've never seen a situation in my lifetime as a lawyer where somebody's accused of a major uh, misconduct who cannot confront the accuser, call witnesses on our behalf, and have the discussion in the light of the day so the public can judge. If this continues in the House, it's a complete sham. And I'll do everything I can to make sure it doesn't live very long in the Senate.
2: Oh. Oh. oh, can I can I jump in? for? Because I got the tweet, but I want to jump in. Because I did not hear that full clip. Yeah. As a lawyer, he said something along the lines, as a lawyer, I've never seen when a defendant can't come in and defend themselves. He basically admitted that Trump He didn't.
6: He's he admitted. he said Trump that was, Trump was accused. Is accused
2: and should be able yes. to defend himself, which means which means the way I'm seeing it, um impeachment would be a way for Trump to defend himself.
7: Yeah. First of all it, 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 is, right.
2: But here but before but hold on, before we go forward, the tweet was So someday, if a Democrat becomes president and the Republicans win the House, even by a tiny margin, they can impeach the president without due process or fairness or any legal rights. All Republicans must remember what they're witnessing here, a lynching, but we will all win. And I think that that's really interesting to read that and listen to what Lindsey Graham just said. Because Lindsey Graham just said that, he might not realize it, but he just said basically that the impeachment inquiry will give Trump due process.
6: Well, uh, now, Lindsay said uh, in in every sense of the word he's being... Every sense. Every sense. So, yeah, I'll say this. this, Lindsay Lindsay is right that uh, Trump is being lynched in every sense of the word. If that is in no sense of the word, any of that is happening to him. I mean, okay, so... Oh, the Constitution is not a lynching Trump, Graham. It's a fucking well, legal process that's playing out Trump and Graham. You fucking despicable nasty lying sacks of shit. You're just trying well, to get somebody killed. That's all they're trying to do. Let Go me ahead, say Dale. this.
7: What he's, he knows better. He's been a prosecutor. What the House is doing is the equivalent yes. of an investigation. However, yeah. unlike in Clinton, there's no special prosecutor. In Clinton's case, for example, Ken Starr was the prosecuting was the special prosecutor, correct? Yep. Please, Lindsay, mm-hmm. I would like Lindsay to tell me one time that during Ken Starr's investigation, he was allowed Clinton was allowed to have witnesses. Your involved face is in what? the investigation that he was allowed to rebut what Ken Starr yeah. said during the investigation that he was allowed due process during an investigation and let me go further Lindsay in what criminal investigation is is a suspect ever allowed due process or that comes after you're charged uh, uh, I'm, I'm that comes wondering at a trial
6: unless somebody is uh, okay and and here's the thing. Unless Good somebody point, is yeah. representing themselves, you know, he's saying uh, if Trump were to represent himself, which he never would because he's not, he's not that stupid. Um, he, he, Lindsay was basically saying he needs to come face to face with his accuser. That doesn't happen. It's not like some fucking death match or showdown. You don't get to interrogate witnesses or something like that. Maybe he's saying it in the legal sense, you know, where his attorneys should be able to question them. But we're not in a court yet. It's not a fucking court of law. You know? Right. I mean, this is... It's it's just a disingenuous, stupid lie.
2: It's also disgusting the fact that Lindsey Graham, who comes from South Carolina... Who actually has an African American opponent saying that this was a lynching? And I- I've seen I've seen on social media that Lindsey Graham is is saying this. I don't know if he's that smart. I, I I'm not sure, but he's saying this to try to rally up the Trump base in his state, which the is still yeah. disgusting.
7: The other senator from South Carolina is black.
2: Yes, and he he actually. Uh, he said I would not have used those words like he Oliver Willis on on Twitter if you don't follow him follow him um he basically said and Oliver Willis is an African-American said Scott right Tim Scott yeah I think it's Tim Scott Tim Scott is shucking and jiving you know and it's disgusting because I'm a white woman. I would never say, "Oh my God, I'm being lynched."
6: Yeah. No, and, there and, are things you just don't say. Anybody who pays attention
2: on anybody who pays attention on Twitter who, to to people who are you know black people on Twitter, Michael Steele, Michael Steele, posted a photo of a person being lynched and said, "Enough. This yeah. is not acceptable."
6: No, I mean Michael they're they're Steele absolutely Republican. There are absolutely things I would never, ever, 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 ever say, and that is one of them. That is one of them right there. I mean, that is just a despicable, dirty lie trying to ride off of the the uh, emotional um, turmoil. You know, I, But then again, his base are the people who would lynch people today. They were the ones who were threatening to string Obama up by the neck. Exactly. You know. Exactly. What? Where, where are He's the?
2: Where most of the people who said loved when he said they are very fine people on both sides?
6: Yeah, I mean, so so sorry, Trump. You're you know, if you're going to get lynched, it's probably because you know maybe if somebody found, finds out you slept with a, a woman, uh, you know uh of color somewhere in your lifetime they might lynch you for that but no this isn't a lynching this is this is stupid representative al green you found this rain uh, oliver willis i believe shared it too right um yes representative al green democrat from texas uh yes they exist my friends um and uh and yeah it's it's actually it's yeah texas lookout <laughs> Um, Because things could get very blue there uh, in the next, if not the next election, definitely down the road. But um, Representative Al Green, uh, part of his floor speech from today, uh, said this.
5: I rise today with a heavy heart and tears welling in my eyes. I rise. I rise because how dare the president... Compare lynching to impeachment. How dare he do this? Does he not know the history of lynching in this country? Does he not know that thousands of African Americans were lynched, mob, violence? Does he not know that this is the equivalent of murder? How dare the president compare Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution, a lawful constitutional process to mob violence and lynching. Mr. President, do you not understand the history that you are encroaching upon? He doesn't. If you continue to weaponize racism and bigotry, this makes you no better. Than those who were screaming blood and soil. Jews would not replace us. It makes you no better than them. It makes you no better than those who burn crosses. It makes you no better than those who wear hoods and white robes. Do you not understand what you're doing to this country?
0: Amen. Amen.
5: Mm -hmm.
6: Damn. Uh, You know, uh, uh, well, I will say I think Al Green was being uh, a little magnanimous there uh, because uh, Trump has always been as bad as the people who scream Jews won't replace us in blood and soil. He's always been that bad, you know. His father was a Klansman and he admired him for it. I'm certain of that. Um, you know, all you have to do is take a look at his track history, and of course, you know that culminated in him being the figurehead of the largest racist political movement of the 21st century, and that's birtherism. So, um, you know, the largest new racist movement, white nationalism, obviously is bigger, but they the two birtherism and that go hand in hand. Um, and it was made mainstream. It was made mainstream by the likes of Fox news and, uh, Republicans, white Republicans. Um, so many of them, so many of them. I mean, there's so many people
2: one step further and say black Republicans who didn't denounce it.
6: Yeah, but they're you know I mean I guess if yeah if you want to count them on two hand you know one hand. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I
2: mean, and I don't want to you know I don't want to corner you know Michael Steele on that because I think he's always been against that birtherism.
6: Oh yeah, I but don't it, remember him ever being uh, yeah. But you know I mean it, it, yeah you know this is no surprise that Trump is using this because he doesn't care. He doesn't care about African Americans. He doesn't care about their feelings or the history that you know of suffering. You know, he's the guy who went out and said, "Where's my African American?" And that his African American has since turned his back on Trump. Talked about that a few who cares weeks ago. About
2: promoting white nationalism.
6: Yeah, white nationalism, white supremacy. Uh, you know, this is the guy who who told African Americans, "What do you have to lose by voting for me?" essentially implying that african-americans had nothing
2: yeah yeah that's true
6: no i won't say implying he said they have nothing look i'll give you something because you have nothing you're miserable because there's a black guy in the white house and he's treating you poorly what do you have to lose what do you have to lose i might be just as bad as the black guy but i might be better you know yeah and Obama was not bad for the African-American community either. I'm sick of people saying that shit. I mean, it, why are so many African-Americans still Democratic? Well, you know,
2: that could be a whole show, Ken.
15: Yeah. That
6: so could,
2: that, Literally, that could be a whole show. I mean, I mean, there's a reason why African-American women are the ones who carry the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. We need to acknowledge that. And I personally feel like you know what? Listen to Black women Democrats yeah. on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever you are. Listen to them. Don't question them. If they tell you something's bad, they know.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, but you know, Trump won't. Trump won't. Now, I'm sure Diamond and Silk is out there probably. Uh, yeah, I'm sure F- to those, Fox,
2: to and, those Fox and Fox and
6: Friends things. is probably going to have them on tomorrow for them to explain how it's not, you know, insensitive to bring up lynching, and they'll say it is. He literally is being lynched because yeah, we know well, what literally means in every sense of the word, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Fuck.
2: I I think that Lindsey Graham said that to to try to rile up his his white racist base. South Carolina. I do. I think yeah. that Lindsey Graham's a lot of things. I don't think he's a stupid politician. Yeah. Although he's getting more and more stupid. I, yeah. I, I will say over the past year and a half I don't understand some of his choices, but he knows he knows how to run a campaign. He yeah. knows how to get reelected. You, in can, on, you South can only yeah. Carolina.
6: You can only clutch and rupture your pearls so many times though. Oh. Uh.
2: Ruptured pearls.
6: He crunched them real hard there in the beginning. So, yeah, you know. Uh,
7: Joe, you've been kind of quiet. Well, Lindsey Graham has lost his way. <laughs> Let's just mm-hmm. put it that way. And his mind at the same time. I mean, I mean, McCain must be rolling in his grave. 78 RPM, my friend. I, I honestly, I mean... I mean John McCain and if you remember um, John McCain and uh
2: oh Joe Lieberman.
7: Joe Lieberman, right. And, and and Lindsey Graham, the three were the three original three amigos. Yes. Right? And for all the differences I had with John McCain on policy, I, I do believe John McCain was a decent man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I'll never forgive him for, you know, choosing Miss Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I mean, I mean, he, I I think he tried to do the right thing, and I always admired that when s- that woman stood up and said, "Oh, she's not voting for Obama because he's an Arab," and he said, "No, no, no, he's a good man. He's a family man." Yeah, we just we just disagree yeah. on our policies. But he's a good man. Yeah. And, you know, I gave him credit for at least saying no to that. Something that you would never see a Trumper do. Ever. In fact, they would encourage such things. So he must be rolling in his grave saying, Lindsay, why have you sold your soul? Uh, let me interrupt real
6: quick here. Uh, there's, uh, I deleted a comment in the chat room, and I want to explain why. I'm not going to bring up any names right now, but don't don't use the term minstrel show for for African American Republicans. That's not that's oh. not cool. Um, I don't like any of any of that shit. Um, so it's uh, you know there there's yeah I don't like the Uncle Tom thing. I don't like minstrel show. I don't like any of that. Uh, those terms, I noticed Democrats will bandy those about from time to time. And it really pisses me off because it's just like, don't, don't do what Trump did. You know, Uh I mean, you're, you're using a term to describe something that's wrong. The term is wrong. The, 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 you know, adding it in there is wrong. So anyway, I'll, I'll drop it right there, but yeah, don't use that term. So go
7: ahead. Oh, I was done. So okay. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you, by the way. We can't become what they are.
6: No. So, um, Rain,
7: anything else before we go to the Green News Report?
2: Um, Then I'm just, I apologize for saying shucking and jiving. I apologize for that.
6: Well, I thought you were quoting somebody. You were quoting somebody. I was quoting
2: somebody who I do respect a lot.
6: It's a different, if you're quoting Oliver Willis talking about you know uh, no 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 that's the thing you can quote somebody that's not my that's not my issue you know it's like you know it, it's us using those terms ourselves you know as white people okay. you know we we shouldn't take it upon ourselves it's it kind of is it reminds me of well you know how racists will be like well they can say it why can't i you know
2: that's true that is true so
6: that is true, know.
2: and I suspect because Oliver happens to be um, a black man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you know, yeah. This is one of those things where I'm not going to question black people, sure on their on their um, how they feel about sure. It's kind of like norm. how
6: how Same when way, you I don't when like you to be will questioned yeah, it's by kind it, white men yeah. about
2: my womanhood.
6: Sure, and and it's kind of like how you know. There are words I won't say about women, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to call her that right now. And it's like, that is your prerogative. That is absolutely your right and your prerogative. It's not mine, you know? Um,
2: Yes. You know know what, Ken, what it is, Ken and Joe, it's one of those things where... There are times in this world where people need to stay in their lane. Yes. And if we all stay in our lane, we can all make everything stronger and better and
6: Support get along the a lot lane. better. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I'll give you an amen for that. Um and uh uh if I can find it. And and I'll I'll cite amen. a small small little example. Amen. I think I stunned one of my co-workers the other day and it wasn't it wasn't an ugly conversation or anything like that, but um I don't know if anybody knows who Dave Kroll is he's a comedian I'm not a fan of his whatsoever. I don't think he's necessarily a horrible person but apparently there was uh, he has a show called Big Mouth a cartoon on Netflix that I've never seen but one of the servers was talking to me at, where I work um, you know and it's somebody that I never really talked to and they were like, oh have you seen the show Big Mouth and I thought they were talking about a show at our venue. And I was like, oh, there's a band called Big Mouth. They're like, no, no, it's a TV show. And I was like, oh, yeah, Dave Crawl. I've heard of it. I've seen ads for it. And she said, she looked at me and she said, well, the, apparently Netflix had to apologize because there's a character that was deemed insensitive that was like pansexual or something like that. I don't even know the full story. And I and I and I just looked at her and I said you know it's it's wrong it's cheap you know it, it, you know why would you punch down why would you go out after somebody who's in a certain you know who's different than a lot of us and go after them for that difference you know in in a, a mass media when there are people in the real world who are being you know called horrible names and beaten down for being different than you know you're you know, straight, white, you know, uh, it, Joe Sixpacks of the world, you know, the people in the real world are constantly being beaten down by normal, quote-unquote, normal people um, that don't have, that, that have privilege of, of being able to uh, just be who they are with never being questioned. I can be who I am with never being questioned. Nobody's ever going to question that. You know, it, it, you know, it just isn't going to happen. So why you know what why would you on a comedy show and a cartoon you know beat up on somebody because you know sexually they're different than you know than most of the people you know. You know it just it makes no sense and I just said I just said it seems cruel and unnecessary and you know people have it hard enough in this world without being you know trashed on on Netflix cartoons. And the girl looked at me like she just you know I, I, again, this is a very young, you know, young kid in her twenties. She looked at me and was like, "My God, I never thought you would say that." <laughs> you know, so so it's like you know, it, it it goes a long way to you know try and be empathetic and you know, it, you know, and, and to to put you know, give our you know, as we're older individuals, to give a little bit of sage wisdom here and there about being kind to others. You know, so I know I kind of went off on a tangent on that, but. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, uh, again, like you said, I, uh, uh, you know, say again what you said, Rain, um,
8: it's
2: just, I'm going to, I'm literally going to listen to my black sisters and brothers about how they feel. I'm not going to judge, well, it's, I'm not going to tell them how they're
6: supposed to feel. Stay in your Same lane. Way. That's what you said. You know,
2: yeah. It's the b- stay in your lane thing. It's just like we can all stay in our lanes and listen to what's happening in other people's lanes and pass it on.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Stay in your lane. I'm yeah, a white and, woman.
6: Yeah, and cat. K- I'm Kat, a white,
2: straight yeah, woman. Cat.
6: Cat says, Cat says, fuck being normal anyhow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'll say amen the, to that.
2: The, the, the thing oh, is, is that, you know, oh, I want to listen man. to people like Kat. I want to yeah. listen to people like my friend Linda, who is a black lesbian woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to listen to my just plain old straight black friends, and I want to listen to my fellow white sisters and colored sisters and the whole rainbow. And I'm not trying to, you know, rainbow wash this, but, you know, I know where I am on. I'm, I'm really, really acutely aware of where I am on the privilege. Yeah. You know, scale. Yeah. So listen to people.
6: Yeah. And, again. And, and yeah. Listen to people. Listen to people. Stay in your lane. Be decent, and don't you know presume to use you know. Uh, don't presume to to you know. And I'm not trying to make this about all about you know the comment in the chat. I'm not, um, it, you know. But it's it's just you know it's it's a lot of things out there, and I've seen a lot of frustration on Twitter uh, with uh, black Democrats with white Democrats. And them, you know, and most of them are Kamala supporters, and a lot of them are getting pissed off because they're it seems like they're they're like, oh, well, well, I don't want to get into this too much because, you know the the whole Warren versus uh, uh, Harris thing on banning Trump from Twitter, how dismissive she was that was huge on black twitter i mean black democratic
8: Twitter. yeah it was it was was,
6: and it was you know and people are just laughing about it and it's like no it don't don't laugh you know she raised a very valid point and you know so but anyway there's but there's been a lot of tension and i'd like to see uh my white brothers and sisters out there uh be a little more respectful um, because, you know, Harris is a very important candidate, whether she wins or not, and she does not need to be dismissed and she needs to be listened to. And, uh, and she, you know, and, and I, but anyway, that's all I'm going to say on that. Let's go ahead and go to the green news report. When we come back, we'll, uh, open up the phone lines and stuff like that. Anyway, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after uh let me see, how about this?
0: Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
10: Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this?
12: Kennypick.com. It's Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019. I've said many times that I have the coolest job in the world.
11: Trump's totally cool Energy Secretary Rick Perry announces resignation amid impeachment scandal.
10: The area's needs are now expected to outpace what is actually available for the next 100 years.
11: Arizona County faces severe water deficit. ExxonMobil goes on trial for climate fraud in New York State. Plus, we want the people in power to unite behind the science. (laughs) climate strike in canada's tar sands country packs a punch on eve of national election all
12: of those punches and more straight ahead from bradblog.com i'm brad friedman and i'm desi stand by for six minutes of independent green news politics analysis and snarky comment look my daughter's 15 and she's very serious on climate change she's following it i think it's awesome i think young people being not just active but engaged i think
9: that's great but i think when they start walking out of class over it they should be in school doing what they're doing to
12: learn right right but if they weren't walking out of school you wouldn't be talking about it on fox news would you ed henry right this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyen, that guy on K-Jazz in Arizona sounded pretty cool given what he was talking about. The area's needs are now expected to outpace what is actually available for the next 100 years. For the next 100 years, he's talking about water. In Arizona,
11: Yes, he is, and he is a little too relaxed about that. Arizona's top water official has warned that new data show Pinal County, which includes parts of Phoenix, is facing a long-term water deficit. New, updated groundwater modeling found that there is not enough water to meet all projected demands from the region's fast-growing cities, farms, industries, and planned subdivisions over coming decades.
12: For the next hundred years.
11: And worse, a different report from Arizona State University released on Monday concludes that some suburbs of Tucson and Phoenix will struggle to find enough water to continue growing without damaging underground aquifers. In Washington, former Texas Governor-turned-Energy Secretary Rick Perry announced he will leave his position at the end of the year with a four-minute video celebrating the department that he once said he would abolish when he ran for president. <laughs> Perry tried but failed during his tenure to twist federal energy policy and regulations to protect the dying U.S. coal industry from competition from cheaper, cleaner natural gas and renewable energy sources. While Perry's resignation was anticipated, it comes as he is increasingly entangled in President Trump's Ukraine quid pro quo scandal. Trump has nominated Deputy Energy Secretary Dan Brulette, a former Bush administration staffer turned lobbyist for the Post, yet another lobbyist in Trump's cabinet that it's already bloated with lobbyists.
12: Oh, it's bloated with something.
11: Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg is in Canada still leading Friday school strikes for climate with thousands of schoolchildren demanding their government act on climate change with the speed and scope that science demands. On Friday on the eve of parliamentary elections in Canada, Thunberg led a massive rally in Edmonton, Alberta, home of Canada's dirty and destructive tar sands industry. We are not doing this because we want to. We aren't doing it because it's fun. We are doing this because our future is at stake. We are doing this because in this crisis we will not be bystanders. And and we are doing it because we want the people in power to unite behind the science that rally may have helped turn out youth voters. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's Liberal Party in Canada is projected to retain power, having overcome a tough challenge from Canada's Conservative Party, which wants to increase Tar Sands' production.
12: Yeah, and it looks like it was a very, very close race, so a few votes here and there that uh, Greta may have got out could have made the difference.
11: Finally, it's Big Oil's Big Tobacco moment. ExxonMobil goes on trial this week in New York State where the oil giant is accused of misleading its investors by downplaying the potential costs of carbon emissions and climate change, a violation of state securities law. The lawsuit was triggered by a blockbuster investigation by non-profit outlet Inside Climate News, which found that Exxon executives knew at least since the 1970s that burning their product would cause dangerous climate change. Exxon chose to mimic Big Tobacco's public disinformation campaign, spending over $30 million Dollars to fund climate science-denying think tanks and researchers so it could continue profiting from its destructive business model.
12: And this is the point when Republicans really, really hope those judges they've packed the courts with come through for them. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. And while you're there, as GNR creeps up upon our 1,000th episode, please feel free to stop by bradblog.com donate to help us keep going for another 1,000. I'm Brad Friedman.
11: And I'm Desi Doyan. And
12: this has been your Green News Report.
0: Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. IndieMediaWeekly.com
4: Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? it. Cleveland.
6: Play the wrong fucking bumper.
11: This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night.
4: I've loved you from the first time I do heard you Do it your live. Voice. You use <laughs> your tongue prettier in a $20 horn. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me
0: look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At indiemediaweekly.com. He even talks
5: honky.
4: Do it live. I keep, I'll write it, and we'll do it live.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> fucking thing sucks. <laughs> oh, I hate that when I play the wrong bumper. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, wait, wait, do I have the... Yeah, yeah, I got that one, too. With
5: Fucking thing sucks!
6: I, I got to admire the way O'Reilly says fucking, because he's like fucking, he really winds up that F in there. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> when he was getting ready to take off his tie in that video. Oh my God, those were so, that was such a glorious day when that video came out. Uh, it was even more glorious the day he was removed from Fox News. Mm. Um, So, anyway, yeah, so welcome back to the show. Um, and, of course, joining me as always, Rain from 4Freedom's blog in Washington, D.C. You can't be normal to do this show. So, welcome back to you.
2: Well, again, normal normalcy doesn't need a majority consensus. No. Whatever your normal is might not be my normal. Yeah. I oh, exactly. I stay in my lane. Exactly. And as long as nobody gets hurt or is suppressed,
8: mm-hmm.
6: that's
2: the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't like to see people suppressed. That's when I step in and be like, stop suppressing, motherfucker.
6: Yeah, if I I felt like I wasn't quite clear on usage usage of normal because I think I think I used air quotes because you know that's that's because that's where the mean humor comes from is when people perceive somebody is being abnormal so they they think oh well, yes. we can we can make fun of them because they ain't right you know and, mm-hmm. and, and it's like well normal to me are people who. Uh, Care about you and are your friends. That that's normal. You know that no, n- normal is is normalcy. Normalcy is being so are to everybody.
2: Because to me, I feel that normalcy is what is comfortable for you in your personal circle. If it's comfortable for you and you feel mm-hmm. like you're safe and you can be yourself and you can just just you know let your own yeah. flag fly. That's
6: normal. And what's not normal yes. is Trump. The yes. America. The, what's not normal is this mean-spirited turn that America has taken with his election. That's yes. abnormal. Not decent people being decent to one another and living their truth. Living your truth. That is normal, right? Uh-huh. Even though I, I think that phrase is kind of uh-huh. corny. But you know, being true to oneself. That's normal. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, that's not, there's nothing. I think nothing... a
2: lot of America doesn't accept
6: yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Sadly. I think exactly. a lot of
2: America doesn't accept the fact that being, you know, living your truth is normal.
6: Yeah. But... And it's honest, you know, it it's honest and it's, it's right. So that's, that's how I, I look at the word normal and in, 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 the way I would use it is that it's honest, it's right, it's normal it makes you feel good. That's normalcy. Abnormalities are things that make you feel horrible. You know? And that is people being mean spirited. That's somebody going on Twitter and trashing somebody and calling somebody a name based on their reality, not, you know, I mean, I'll go and call somebody a Trump cultist, but they made that decision to to, you know, follow a, you know, mm-hmm. mindlessly follow some some, you know, reality TV star birther. Um, but, uh, maybe I'm wrong in that, but I feel, I don't, it doesn't bother me anyway. And Joe of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Also, definitely not a normal guy in the sense of, uh, what Republicans would consider normal. Um, but normal in the sense that you're good to yourself and everybody around you.
7: Actually, when, um, I came back just when you were playing that bumper and I thought, Oh my God, I've been gone for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you scared the shit Did out of me. Did you go take a Mulvaney? <laughs> I, I didn't know what to take. All I knew is "Holy shit!" It's nine forty.
6: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've got you guys trained pretty good around here. So <laughs>
7: <laughs> I uh, fare, well, I I didn't think I took that long. You guys, you guys.
6: Are, anyway, are, no. Normal I, I think is, Bob uh, Weatherwax would appreciate the the audio cues that you guys are are used to. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Yes,
7: yes. Um, no, I'm not normal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know many people that I know are normal. So, in, in you're not a, that a, and, and, you I know, guess normal is is average, right? I guess that's uh, what we normal. We look at, right? uh, uh, well,
6: I think what they what they're really railing against it's not normalcy; it's conformity. They're railing. They oh, want. That's a good point. They you know yeah. so what they th- what they say is normal. Is no, you need to conform, you need to assimilate, you need to be like us. You know, it's just like the the pray the gay away people. Oh well, you know, well if you you know, you could just settle down and and be with somebody with the opposite sex and raise a family and bury the bury your truth, bury your reality, bury your normal and do something abnormal that makes you feel horrible.
7: You know. So, well, you know, well, and looking at it that way, normal is changing all the time because as attitudes change and the what the majority thinks is normal yeah. mm-hmm. is really what the majority thinks is uh acceptable. Yeah. And conforming to right? And that to... changes all the time. Yeah. And conforming Just, I mean, to I mean, if you look at millennials
8: mm-hmm.
7: don't flinch when it comes to having gay friends minority friends, transgender friends coming like, out when don't they're super young. Them anymore.
6: Yeah, and, and you know? they come out when they're super young now too, which is because Sure. You know, society has been much more accepting, but uh, basically it's they want people to conform to an antiquated way of thinking and that's not going to happen. You can't get it
3: I back. think
2: I do. I think that what you k- said Ken is n- normalcy is supposed to be conforming and mm-hmm. I don't know who came up with that idea. yeah I mean the the definition yeah,
6: the definition has been has been perverted by uh, by you know fundamentalists and the hypocrites and you know uh, the straight white male patriarchy um you know, and you know and, and a lot of it is born out of their own shame for things they've done in their lives and and feelings that they're crushing, you know uh to you know secure their place uh up heaven's chimney <laughs> you know yeah. yeah so you know it's but keep uh keep in
2: it- mind i mean ken you've met matthew matthew got kicked out of school because he wasn't considered normal and then we found out that matthew is on the autism spectrum
8: mm.
6: this that's so I, wrong i, I mean you, that's so evil to
2: kick is. him out of school it is, oh, and you, it, mean,
7: you mean to tell me the school didn't recognize? No. That.
2: No. I mean no, that's a, that's
7: amazing district. that a school district didn't have you know people on staff who are trained to recognize and deal with with autism. Yeah,
2: the school. I mean, didn't. I mean, school any didn't.
7: school I know around here that that that's just automatic. I mean, that's dealt with. You schools, know,
2: schools schools are catching up to it. Public schools oh. are catching up to it, and they're starting to recognize it. But, you know, this is this was about five or six years ago when he was in first grade, and and the school didn't have teachers that were equipped to handle s- students that's, like my that's nephew. That's
8: amazing.
7: That's amazing to me. Maybe and, because almost every close friend I had that I graduated college with, almost every one of them went into special education, and yeah. have dealt with autism and other uh, other. Uh, uh, Learning disabilities, all their lives, and I've I've heard their stories and listened to them, and there there's an uh, there there's there's a a dedicated uh, uh, group of people that that recognize these things in the in the Scranton school district, for example, and in all the school districts around it's, here. In it's fact, there's not there's happening.
2: A, well, I think it might be happening more in that area where my sister lives, but. The, the point that I was trying to make is that, you know, my, my nephew was put into another school where suddenly he was considered normal, if that makes sense. I really yeah. hope that makes sense.
8: Uh-huh. And
2: and I have always felt like my nephew, <clears throat> from, from the time he was a little kid, had a hard time coping with all of us, me, his mother his aunt, his dad, his uncle Bob, because he just looked at the world in a different way. And so now he's in a place where they're trying to unlock, yeah. unlock how he can learn. And and it goes back to, and I'm sorry to derail this, but this idea of normal, it goes beyond, you know, autism and, yeah. and whether or not you're LGBTQ or whatever. I'm an sure. artist. I, I'm I'm a straight person, and I was considered abnormal because I looked at the world in a different way. I'm really tired of people trying to determine sure. what normal is supposed to be because I don't think there uh, is uh, any yeah. normal. It's like
6: saying what love is. It's like saying you know the uh, uh, you know. What love is for one person is is different for another person. It's something you can't quantify. Normal to me. Yes. The the word the word normal means everything is alright in your life. That's normal. It's not in a constant state of turmoil. It's not in a constant state of like out of control drama unless that's what you thrive on. That's you not know.
2: a bad way to look at normal, mm-hmm. personally. I yeah, love yeah, that,
6: and that's actually. how that's really how you have do. to do it with with so many things because you know again what they they're confusing conformity uh, with normalcy, and normalcy right. is is you know for each person should be whatever they desire it to be. Um, how often do you hear the phrase said, "Trump this is, is our not
2: normal president"?
6: Well, he's not normal for anybody. I mean, that's that's the thing. He's putting abnormalities into all of our lives with his abnormality. Because, yes. like it or not, he's, you know, the leader of the country. Um, but, uh, well, actually, acting president, Pelosi, is doing a much better job than <laughs> he is. Um huh anyway uh, but we we got to do name expect co- normalcy yeah, we, we, in yeah.
2: governmental positions right yeah. that's a yeah. fair thing
6: right uh, absolutely absolutely yeah i mean you know uh, what's not normal for somebody in a government position is to go on to twitter and throw a little temper tantrums you know okay. but anyway we don't have a lot of time left in this segment so we probably won't be able to get to any calls uh but joe you were going to say something and then we'll get to we'll have you do name calling
7: Oh, all I, I was saying is, how, how often have we heard the phrase, the new normal? And yeah. um, that's because normal is changing all the time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. For, for individuals, and as, as, as a culture,
6: sure. Sure. I mean, what's normal for a culture is not to have fires everywhere. <laughs> you know, uh, the wildfires out in California, yeah. that's not normal you know uh bridge you know having a bridge that that uh will uh not collapse is normal having bridges collapsing is not normal you know i mean it's just you know but then again that's socialism so oh watch out here comes a huckabee um so uh but anyway joe you ready uh, i'm ready ready
14: you have to with me.
3: A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't
5: so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. To have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle.
4: Here we go. Buckle up and go to be a and one. We could jam the Joe's garage.
0: What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns?
4: All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Oh, wait, wait.
6: Ain't
0: no potty like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and that is normal for Scranton.
7: Well, you know, speaking of b- parties, uh, why don't we give everybody a snack name Uh-oh. tonight? Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll take
6: turns. Uh, yeah. As- all right.
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 So we have. Um, oh, by the way, milk dud. I wouldn't use. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Adam Hebert. Cheese it. Cheese. <laughs> I, lo- I love. I love cheese. It's no, oh, they're, they're bad. Okay. Saigai.
6: Funyan. Oh.
7: Oh, Funyan. Yeah.
6: Francie. Tostitos. <laughs>
7: Tostito <Ow>. Francie. <laughs> Uh, Heather, Pringles, hm. Rain. Where are you? Aren't you throwing in some, like, like?
2: No, this ne- is all Ken.
7: Ne- Necco wafers or? Okay. <laughs>
2: J- J- I'm J- a Necco C- wafer.
7: Okay, Jake. You know why
2: I'm a Necco wafer? Because no. Bob will eat me.
7: Oh, oh, Jake Holly. <laughs>
2: what
4: a fun, sexy time for you. Uh,
6: Red vines. <laughs> Red vines. <laughs> Red
7: vines. Wow,
6: cat. Oh, uh, let's go with uh, uh, Nutter Butter.
7: Oh, I like Nutter Butter. Me too. Uh, uh, yourself, yourself, Kenny Pick. I usually don't call us, but you, uh, one
6: for you. Uh, Raisinets. I like Raisinets.
2: <laughs> I was going to go uh, with Babe Ruth.
6: Oh, okay. I do love Baby a Babe Ruth. Ruth. Babe Baby Ruth?
7: Ruths are good, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I thought you would like a gentle lover. But anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> KT Kaser.
6: Oh wait, what about my dad?
7: Oh, there he is. Yeah, he just
6: yeah. just popped up. Ken he Senior, out, uh, you up. know what? Ken Senior. I will say, since I know he likes these, a bun candy bar.
7: Oh, all right, all right. Now KT Kaser.
6: KT Kaser. Uh, let's I'm, go with Kit I Kat.
2: I was gonna say that too. Yay! It was the K. Kit Kat. Katie Kaser. Oh, Kit Kat. she says
6: Symphony. Oh. She wants a Symphony.
7: Oh, mm. I, I thought, oh. It's good like, chocolate. Maybe Kit Kat could go to cat. Okay,
6: That's anyway. True. I should have been Li- forward thinking. Living
7: Island Island. Oh, Living, uh, let's go
6: ahead and uh, Chicken and a Biscuit. Oh. You ever have Chicken so and a Biscuit? I love hey, those no. things. That's
8: a candy no, bar?
6: No, 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 Chicken and a, they're snacks. Joe said snacks. Chicken and a Biscuit oh. is uh, oh. it's a it's a little chicken-flavored cracker. I love them.
7: Yeah, yeah. I, I did say snack. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Like, chex mix or whatever. Okay, uh, me. I would go with a gentle lover.
2: Lays, sour cream and onion. Lays,
7: sour cream and onion. Yeah. It's a gentle lover. Yeah. Okay, meow goodness. Meow goodness. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with a
6: nice uh, a slim jim. Snap into a slim jim.
7: Oh, yes, yes. The hat ones, the hat ones. Um, Michelle in South Florida.
6: Oh, we got to do. Oh, now Michelle is a cookie maker, so I don't want to insult her at all. Let's go with Game of Thrones Oreos for her.
8: Oh, oh
7: no. yeah. I haven't <laughs> had any of them. Okay. Okay. And uh, and Rain, wh- wh- what do you give Rain? Oh,
6: wait, we got to give something to Miles, too, because he's probably. Miles, yeah,
7: Miles. Yeah. I think
6: uh, Miles. I know he's got a pretty good sweet tooth as well so I'm gonna say I hope he uh, l- let's go with um, uh, S- uh, Swiss cake rolls
7: Swiss cake rolls wow
6: Yeah. okay Rain Rain would you like to pick yours
2: uh, well I'm I'm a savory girl so I'm gonna just go with a good old dill pickle that I can suck it
7: Again,
6: wow. uh,
2: what a fun, sexy time uh, for you! Uh,
7: what? <laughs> oh, you and you and Barbara are gonna have some night tonight. Okay. Holy.
2: Wafers and dill pickles, and baby. Don't pickles. Romance.
6: Okay, we have Theo. Theo. Oh, we gotta. Oh man. Um, let's go with. Um. Man, uh, you know, I want to again. I want to do Theo right here. I'm trying to think of what cereal used to have. Prizes for Space Patrol, and I can't remember what it was. Oh. Um, but because uh, cereal makes a great snack, let's just say whatever Theo's favorite breakfast cereal is and/or was uh, that offered a Space Patrol prize. Yeah. Uh, okay. that's <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, all
7: right. Tim, caramel.
6: Tim, Carmel Boy. See, I didn't see what he. Uh, no, I did actually watch him eat at your party, but that was more dinner fare and less snack fare. Um, I, I, I peg him is probably liking some chocolate, maybe dark oh, chocolate. Eat with
2: cheese, cheese, and crackers. Uh, and I, I'll ours. tell
6: you what, I, I would like if he hasn't had one. I'd like him to try a Milky Way dark because they are
7: good. Ooh,
8: they
7: oh, they are. Good. They are. They are good. Milky Way darks are good. Um, and finally. But not lastly, Trojan Rabbit. Um. Bitters. You know what?
6: I think I need to consult the Book of Armaments for that.
2: Is it wrong that I said that? I love, I love, I love Trojan Rabbit. But I'm i, I with...
6: well, I, I would like I would like him to be able to pick out bitters. His uh, his own snack food from the Book of Armaments here. So here consult you go. <laughs> the
4: Book of Armaments. Armaments, chapter 2, <laughs> verses 9 to 21. And Saint Attila raised the hand grenade up on high, saying, O Lord, bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits in thy mercy. And the Lord did grin, and the people did feast upon the lambs, and sloths, and carp, and entubes, and orangutans, and breakfast cereals, and fruit bats, and large... Give a t- bit, brother. And the Lord spake, saying, First shalt thou take out the holy pin. Then shalt thou count to three. No more, no less. Three shall be the number thou shalt count, and the number of the counting shall be three. Four shalt thou not count, neither count thou two, excepting that thou then proceed to three. Five is right out. (laughs) Once the number three, being the third number be reached, then lobbest thou thy holy hand grenade of Antioch towards thy foe, who being naughty in my sight, shall snuff it. Amen. <laughs> nah, oh, oh, Amen.
12: Oh, right.
4: <laughs> One, two, five. a three,
6: three. There you go. And uh, uh, Trojan Rabbit, uh, now that we consulted the Book of Armaments, said uh, he would like orangutans as his snack. So <laughs> I just love that they say the sloths, the orangutans, the breakfast cereals, fruit bats. <laughs> I mean, they just chucked breakfast cereals in with all these exotic animals that people were feasting upon. And that's hence the absurdity of Monty Python. Yes. So
7: And five is straight out. <laughs> five is straight
6: out. Skip the bit, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. Uh, trojan Rabbits dining on orangutans. But if anybody hadn't guessed from all of the snacks I bandied about there in the chat room, Kenny Pick likes junk food. So uh, <laughs> not one of those things is something I did not like. So there were no insults out there. Um, uh, but anyway... Uh, I would have said okra if I didn't like you. So, uh, (laughs) all right, well, let's go ahead and go to the break. I'm sorry we didn't have time for phone calls tonight, but we got a lot more audio to get through. Believe it or not. I was panicked earlier thinking I wouldn't have time to get audio and now I don't know if we're going to be able to get through all of it. Holy smokes. So, all right, let's go ahead and go to the break. Everybody go grab yourself a little snack. I, I had an, I actually had a nutty bar before the show, a nutty
7: buddy. A nutty buddy, nutty oh, buddy. Yeah. I was going to say about nutty. So, see, nutty buddy was on my mind the whole
6: time. See, nutter butters were on my mind as I was eating the nutty buddy. I was like, "Man, this is good," but I kind of wish I had nutter butters right now. But anyway, so uh, nice nutter butter and a cup of almond milk. All oh, that'd be good. So anyway, oh, yeah. uh, it is break time. And we a, will. Be, huh?
7: A neko, an echo. An <laughs> echo.
6: <Jesus> no. No. <laughs> I don't mind NECO wafers, but I do not desire them. So, (laughs) but anyway, uh, we'll save them all for Bobber. So anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with uh, one more, uh, almost a full hour of uh, more of this stuff right after this. Turn up the night
10: with Kenny Pick.
7: Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank
10: you. (laughs) KennyPick.com This man's name is Adam Hebert. He lived in Chicago, Illinois. He now resides at the state mental hospital. We are saddened to tell you that this tragic condition was brought on when Mister. Hebert attended the world premiere of our triple nightmare of horror program. Indie Media Weekly.
15: Happy, 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 happy,
1: happy. To another edition of turn up the night with kenny pick
0: what you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle so revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere now you may ask yourself how is this possible computers that's how
2: he has a machine and a cord right out of his computer
0: prepare, prepare to make, make computer,
10: computer to, to computer,
4: computer contact It is an idiot idea
10: Holy
0: mackerel The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail Yes, yeah, who
5: said that? Thank
0: you God bless the internet That's where the real action is Come on and take a look This could be very interesting indeed Blah, blah, blah Hi,
6: it's a show Welcome back to Turn Up the Night With Kenny Pick, the t- Tuesday edition Broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide I'm just feeling all kinds of goofy now I don't know why uh, after talking about candy and snacks and stuff, and I have uh, I have homework for everybody. The uh, a week from today, uh, ten twenty seven, twenty nineteen, uh, and we can we can do it both uh, both nights next week if we don't get everybody in. But I would like people to call in next week. We'll do extended open phones for at least an hour. Just to do something a little different, we'll still do politics and stuff, unless you know, unless we get a slow news week. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's everybody's homework. I want everybody's top five snack lists, like things that they crave one on a regular basis, Halloween or not. You know, uh, you know, if if you want to make it Halloween theme, do it. Like your top five candies that you would get. Uh, you know. And then as a bonus, something you would always want to trade with a sibling to get rid of. (laughs) And uh, another bonus for you. So top five snacks, something you'd always want to get rid of. And if you have one, an unlikely combination of two snacks that you think are perfect, a a match made in heaven. You you like that? Because I have a few. I have a few things that I like to eat together. That people might look at me and be like, ain't right. <laughs> you ain't I think, normal. I
2: think you should definitely put that up in the turnips page.
6: Yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. And then that way, you know, if people can't call in, I'll read the lists. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, a little homework. But yeah, I'd like people to call in with their lists too. Uh, we'll, we'll try and do at least a solid half hour of calls, maybe an hour. Um, you know, for uh, cuz I'd like to do Halloween talk. You know, even if you don't want to do the list, you could call in and, you know, share something from Halloween. Uh, but you know, of course, we'd have to keep all the calls pretty short, but we can do it. We've done it before, we'll do it again. Anyway, so welcome. Can I give you uh, yeah? a
2: preview? I remember that one time on Halloween yes. when I got that apple with the razor blade in it. So <laughs>
6: oh, <laughs> good. Match made in heaven. Oh my goodness. It was so juicy and it was a little salty and <laughs> it had a bit of an iron taste, too. Maybe that was the blood. <laughs> uh, it was a self-saucing apple, um, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for that 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 spectacular visual.
2: <laughs> and Joe, I'm and done. G- I,
6: I, okay, and Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Do you like the Do you like the the homework I've given?
7: I do. I do. All right. I like it a lot
6: but I'm not giving any hints. Nope, no hints. No hints. That's fine. Um, So anyway, all right, let's go ahead and get back into der news. Uh, Got a bunch of stuff we got to play here. Um, uh, I I don't think we're going to be talking about this for a very long time, so let's go ahead. Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and play this first. Jake Tapper uh, reported on uh, something that's going to, I mean, get ready for Shart City coming up. Coming out of Fat Donnie.
8: Oh,
4: man.
6: He's totally going to legitimize this book. (laughs) Here we go. Jake Tapper about a warning by Anonymous.
14: Sources are telling me that the anonymous senior Trump administration official who penned that 2018 New York Times op-ed, warning about President Trump from the inside of his administration, well, that anonymous author has now written a new book about President Trump, one that will be released next month. It is distinctively an attempt to convince the nation to not re-elect President Trump in 2020. CNN has exclusively obtained the cover of the book. It's titled, quote, A Warning. The book has been a closely guarded secret until this moment and will be released officially November 19th. The anonymous senior administration official, you will recall, had warned last year in that New York Times op-ed of an amoral, erratic, petty, and ineffective President Trump. The author said that officials inside the administration occasionally worked to thwart the president's worst inclinations. The president at the time called the New York Times op-ed treason and suggested that then Attorney General Jeff Sessions investigate and find out who wrote it. A draft press release that I've obtained describes the book, a warning, as, quote, explosive with a, quote, shocking firsthand account of President Trump. The author will remain anonymous. Sources tell me that elaborate precautions have been taken to protect the author's identity and that the publisher and the literary agents have verified that the author is the same person who wrote the New York Times piece. Matt Latimer, the co-founder of the literary agency representing the author, Javelin, also told me, quote, The author of a warning refused the chance at a seven-figure advance and intends to donate a substantial amount of any royalties to the White House Correspondents Association and other organizations that fight for a free press that seeks the truth. The book was not written by the author lightly or for the purpose of financial enrichment. It has been written as an act of conscience and of duty, unquote. Latimer refused to say whether or not the author remains part of the Trump administration. We have just reached out to the White House for comment. We will bring you their reaction when and if they respond.
1: Yeah.
6: (laughs) Good joke there. Um, Yeah. I don't know if the White House is gonna. Uh, they, 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 Trump will respond. I mean, uh, you know, I think he's just gonna go on to Twitter. You know. You think? No, well, it, it's a long <laughs> shot. But <laughs> uh, he's. I mean, co- to- I'm not
2: surprised the White House didn't respond.
6: He's totally because gonna legitimize in this. The
2: book. Past, it would have been Kellyanne Conway who would have responded.
6: Um. Yeah. Yeah but I think they have enough turmoil going on with what to do with Mulvaney right now. I think he'll be out by Friday. I, I, I toyed around with him being out by last Friday, but I think they were like, well, let's give him another chance and put him on with Chris Wallace. Oh, boy.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Did yes, I do that? that? Out very well for him.
4: Did, Did I, I do that?
7: It's time for you. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I love this. The, you know, they're writing the book. They don't want money. They don't want notoriety. They just want to. They're they're writing it to influence the election.
2: I'm glad the book is coming out. Yeah. But I I don't know if Joe. I know Joe listens to Deadline White House a lot. I listened to it today, and I'm sort of of the thought process of if this person knows this much, then why aren't they whistleblowing?
7: Yeah, I know, I know, exactly. I mean,
2: only, I I, yeah. I get it. I think it's salacious, and I'm you know, kind of like the book, um, Primary Colors. Yeah. You know, it was very salacious. They made a movie out of it and with John Travolta.
6: Finally... I'm sorry. With John Travolta.
2: Yes, didn't he? He played Clinton, right?
6: He sure did. Oof. Oof.
2: But, um, I feel like if they got this much stuff going on, they should be whistleblowing instead of writing anonymous books.
6: Mm, I, I, our, I concur.
2: Our country is at stake.
6: Dire straits, folks. And we're not talking about Mark Knopfler and crew. No.
2: No, we're um, not. So I'm very conflicted about this.
6: Yeah, I, mean, I, I only like it for the fact that it's going to cause Trump to, you know, get even more nervous shirts going on. Um... And he's going to legitimize. I, think, I don't
2: it. think I don't think his bowels work at all, because no. when was the last time we stood we saw him standing up straight?
6: Um, the last time he wasn't wearing a a nappy.
2: I I'm not kidding about this.
6: We oh, have yeah. not
2: seen him standing up straight in the past four days. Healthiest president ever. So that's how I feel about the book. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's going to make somebody money, but...
7: I think you're right. I, I think if this person is, as they present themselves, they must be a very powerful person in the administration.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh,
7: they must be well-known because both the New York Times and whoever this publisher is wouldn't allow this op-ed and or book go forward unless... They absolutely knew the identity of this person, and this person was high up in the administration.
8: Yeah.
7: As such, they are probably, and if they, they have such a conscience about what's happening to our country under this monster, mm-hmm. they have an obligation to come forward. I don't care if it's Kellyanne Conway. I don't care who it is. If, if come forward. All the better if it's Kellyanne Conway or...
2: Mike Pence.
7: Yeah, any, well... I thought Mike Pence, that dull face. What if it's Kush? I
2: don't think it's Mike Pence. I can see Kelly and Conway, you know, throwing the knife. Well,
7: it would, it would, it would, it would resolve a lot of issues in my mind. Is how and her, her and George live in the same house. Yeah, it, yeah. it would, it would yeah. resolve a lot of that for me. I would say, aha, that's why they weren't divorced. They were secretly on the same side yeah it,
2: I, I really am, I really am on the, on the, the side of if you think this is because when that right. op-ed came out, I thought that op-ed was really important and it was it was about a year ago. It was really important and it was shocking and it was refreshingly honest. Mm-hmm. And I understood at the time why the person who wrote it needed to be anonymous. I yeah. understood that. but the fact that we're at this point now where now they're publishing a book. I'm really conflicted about this because we have whistleblower laws Mm -hmm. and whoever the author of this book is can come forward under those whistleblower laws and instead you know even though they say oh it's you know we're gonna we're gonna donate the funds you know we're gonna donate the money from this book that doesn't make you a patriot that makes you a coward
8: yeah
7: Mm -hmm. I I agree with you totally yep Uh, all right, uh, so
6: we we got to kind of get into rapid fire here for some of the other stories. Um, this is an interesting little tidbit. Uh, did, uh, Trump said something to the effect of the other day that he had a discussion with Mitch McConnell about the Ukraine phone call, uh, the quid pro quo phone call, and uh, Mitch McConnell told him, in Trump's words, again paraphrasing, that it was an innocent call. Totes nothing wrong with that phone call, y'all. Mitch McConnell said so well Mitch McConnell was asked about that today and this is what he said
11: the president has said that you told him that his phone call with the Ukrainian president was perfect
2: and innocent do you believe that the president is
0: having this Ukrainian situation we've not had any conversations on that subject so he
2: was lying about
0: Uh, that I don't recall any conversations with the president about that phone call oh no shit
2: okay no shit do y'all, do y'all hear that that's Mitch throwing Trump under the bus
6: oh wow what kind of bus cause that's gotta be it's gotta have like big tractor wheels on it
2: yeah it's big tractor wheels and it's kind of short cause
6: <laughs> oh. uh,
2: <laughs> well it's um, because Trump has a small penis you don't need a big bus
6: oh no okay you
4: don't save penis in this house And also, get out of my house
6: um, yeah, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess we can, uh, we could probably say that's, that's something like, that. uh, oh, I heard something mm-hmm. snap there and it was more than Lindsey Graham's pearls. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'd uh, be interested I to, love that. To-
2: to see what Graham has to say about what McConnell said
6: mm yeah that would be something um, and let me see what else do we have here I I forgot to play I forgot to play a clip um, from uh, Brianna Keeler had Michael Eric Dyson on uh, her show on Lindsey Graham defending Trump's uh, lynching uh, tweet. And I thought this was this was some good audio. I mean, Michael Eric Dyson, he's like a genius and one mm-hmm. of the most compassionate, um, it, it, you know, important voices in you know African American uh, uh, culture and politics and and you know everything. But yeah, this is. Uh, This is their conversation about that.
1: President Trump is taking his rhetoric about this impeachment inquiry to a whole other level. Instead of the phrase witch hunt, which uh, this time he used a much more incendiary word, talking about the investigation, here's what he tweeted. He said all Republicans must remember what they are witnessing here, a lynching. This is a word associated with a period of horrific racial violence in the United States. From the 1880s to almost 1970, the NAACP says there were 4,743 lynchings in the United States, and roughly three-quarters of those victims were African American. Let's look at how Republicans are responding to this. On one hand, you have South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham who defended the president's tweet.
3: So, yeah, this is a lynching in every sense. This is un-American.
9: Can you see what What a lot of African-Americans, though, would be offended by him comparing it to lynching compared to what happened during the Civil Rights Movement in the uh, South?
3: I think lynching is being seen as somebody taking the law in their own hands. Bullshit. And out to get somebody for no good reason. Yes, African Americans lynched. Other people have been lynched throughout history. What does lynching mean? And a mob grabs you. They don't give you a chance to defend yourself. They don't tell you what happened to you. They just destroy you. That's
6: well. He's right in the in how he's describing actual lynching, but that's not what's happening to Trump. You know, I mean, that's not what's fucking happening. It's an actual constitutional process that's going on. But uh, continue. That's
3: exactly what's going on. No, it's uh, not. You liar. the States House, House Bullshit. Of Representatives right now.
1: A South Carolina yep. senator. Yep. Then you have, um, in contrast, though maybe not as vociferous as you might hear from some people, mm-hmm. uh, Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy didn't defend Trump. He said, I don't agree with that language. It's pretty simple. What do you make of these reactions? Well, you
5: know, uh, Senator Graham is a feckless, spineless uh, moralizer who, at his own convenience, will evoke a, a strong history of identification with the Constitution and democracy and holding forth against presidents who wield their power out of order. And then at this point, he is spinelessly complicit with white supremacy. Here is a man who is amplifying what Trump has said by excusing him. At least McCarthy had the uh, you know, the conscience and presence of mind to say, I don't agree with that language. That's weak on on its face disagreeing with it how about it's wrong how about it's extraordinarily manipulative of a president who is identified with white supremacists now to pretend that he is a victim of what white supremacists did okay now watch this i'm
15: just gonna break the wrist and walk away break the wrist walk away
0: Thank god jeez
6: oh now michael eric dyson Lindsay oh. was gonna clutch those pearls and you went and you done you done broke them um, <laughs> Fainting couch. Feckless. I mean, yeah, Tyson
2: was kind to McCarthy. Oh, he was kind. yeah,
6: yeah, he was, but yeah, he 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 didn't hold back on Graham. Feckless, spineless, and complicit with you know, uh, you know, white nationalism. So,
2: and it should, it, I I think it's fair to mention that Lindsey Graham is a self-proclaimed, um. What is the word? Uh, Bachelor? Yeah. And so I think that Dyson was incredibly kind to it. Because we all know, come on, Lindsey Graham is gay. That's not a slam. That's not a slur. He's a gay man who is not out of the closet
6: yeah i Lizzie i don't Graham was yeah. the guy
2: who said that he might be willing to have a rotating list of first ladies
6: his sister would be the first lady oh. he, he suggested his sister would be the first lady now if rudy giuliani yes. was president i could understand that um sorry i'll give myself a rim shot for that um because rudy likes to have sex with his relatives Again, the show where Kenny Pick explains all of his jokes. Uh, so, uh, did, and refers to himself know in the that, third that um,
2: Lindsey Graham, and this is not a slam, this is actually something that I do respect him for. Lindsey Graham's parents died, and he actually did adopt his sister.
6: Yeah. Yeah, we we talked about that before. Yeah, I mean, yes. that, I that's that's a to very bring that
2: up every now and then because I think that Lindsey Graham does have redeemable, many redeemable qualities. I yes. don't know why he is just throwing all of them to the wind.
6: Yeah, I mean, and you know, I admire that uh, deeply because you know, adoption. There's a lot of adoption on both sides of our family. Um, yes, you know, uh, so yeah, I. I uh, that's uh that's important to me uh but you know w- but, but this um this cowardice and like spinelessness and factlessness like dyson said uh, is you know it's 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 very problematic and you know again like joe said poor mccain can't get any arrest, you no. know no
2: I so. just, there's a part of me that believes that Lindsey Graham knew what he was saying and didn't believe. Lindsey Graham cannot believe, knowing his constituents in South Carolina, that that this mm. is lynching. Yeah. He's, he is a white gay dude.
6: Yeah.
2: A senator in South Carolina. Think about that for a minute.
6: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he, he's a sellout. You know? Uh, I mean, I don't even know why he would be a Republican other than he just wants that free ride. Um, so anyway, uh, we got to go to the break. Uh, let me see. What are we going to do? Well, we know what we're going to do. We're going to listen to, we're going to listen to Halibut, everybody, because it's, it just has to be done because I love this song so much and I can only play it so many times. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take a break and when we come back uh we're definitely gonna try i'm gonna try and do um uh uh, let me see at least one maybe two mad libs i found a couple that uh that I, i think are um very appropriate for what we're witnessing nowadays and uh yeah we'll go ahead and do this sorry i'm just getting my bumper ready and, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, and run to the break. When we come back, uh, we're going to hear Trump whine about uh, Doral. <laughs> oh, I saved the best for last. He sucks so bad. We'll be right back Save with more.
11: the best for
6: last. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, anyway, we'll be right back with more right after this.
0: The monster must live. More power, Igor. More power. Get up as much as I can. Yes, yes, that's it, Igor. This night must be turned up. Yes, Master. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yes, yes, Master. That was a bad idea, Igor. Get the torches. Turn up the knife, Igor. Get the torches, Igor. Make me a breakfast
4: burger.
5: Uh, uh, what was that, Igor? Uh,
4: Yes, Masters!
5: Turn up the night with Kenny pick, 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 Pick. Thank you very much for coming to Our balloo, Or should I say, thank
6: you very much.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Our on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in it's your head. Of head of room. Room. It's, it's a the ghost ain't blue
4: It's a Halliballoon
3: You're gonna be there too Godzilla was
4: going to come But he couldn't fit in the room And the mummy's
3: running late He got it's a wrapped up in ghosts ain't blue And the
4: ghosts ain't
8: gonna be
6: there too. I'll have you know I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs>
8: it's a real nice trip. It's the mummy got
4: ripped. It's
0: a howl boo It's a cannibal stoop. We are dancing And singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast. The blood! (laughs) Who
4: put steak on the buffet?
5: I specifically said no steak on the buffet. Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me. That is the
6: one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula is the steak. That's the fucking fact. How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock?
4: Why yes I do.
6: It's quite an nice rock, might I add.
4: Mm-hmm. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some spooky friends. What do you mean friends? I think you mean to say... It's a Me?
8: haliballu!
4: <laughs> and the ghosts ain't blue!
8: Halibaloo,
12: you to be there too? It's
6: Wolfman, get down from my couch, you bad boy. You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight.
12: I am Miles Lagan, inviting you
6: to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to Pwn Adam for his use of the
9: F-bomb.
3: I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off!
9: And metal master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is
6: well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have
12: to work with.
6: Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly.
7: Hi, I'm Tim Cormel, host of The Tim Cormel Show.
6: Thank you, Cleveland. Oh, well, my mic's a little loud. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, and uh, yeah, so as to be expected, um, uh, Trump's self-serving uh, uh, decision to have the G7 summit at his uh, bed bug infested Doral shoot up ranch down in florida because you guys i don't know if, if everybody heard the show last week but i detailed about how the place was shot up by a guy who tried to kill five cops who was obsessed with melania trump um yeah nice guy and uh it, it, well it, don't try and kill cops um but uh but yeah so uh uh, he he called off the uh because apparently only democrats complained about this (laughs) so thanks you know thanks dems yeah i mean such a fucking liar uh but yeah so uh this is uh oh man this is shorter than i thought it was um uh let's see if the but yeah so let me go ahead and play this and then i'm gonna keep working on my mad libs here but yeah this is trump moaning about um uh doral falling through or well him at least having enough sense to like not add an article of impeachment with the uh, violating the emoluments clause
8: Doral, doral was a very simple situation
15: i own a property in florida I was going to do it at no cost or give it free if I got a ruling because there's a question as to whether or not you're allowed to give it because it's like a contribution to a country. I'd have to get a ruling, but I would have given nice. it for nothing. It's a lot of a lot of money. Lies, I away. like I give away my salary. I give away my salary. It's I guess close to four hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
6: All right, I'm celery gonna salary. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I want to say in the oranges, the oranges, the oranges. Um, I, I want to say this. Mick Mulvaney said it was going to be at cost. Now, Trump's saying it would have been free. So, I guess Uh it's safe to lie about it now that it's not happening, right? So, uh, anyway. Can I I
2: just jump in here? Yeah. I I just have a quick question. I would like to know if the booking was made, and I mean this sincerely because I don't trust this administration at all. I'd like to know if the booking was made, and if the federal government, Trump, has to pay the cancellation fee. Think about that for a minute.
6: Yeah, I don't think there's any way to ever find out unless some somebody does some investi- investigative journalism. Um,
2: well, Dave Farenthold, I'm sure, will be on it. But that's my, you know, earlier, Joe was talking about his little, you know, I don't want to say little. I didn't mean to make it sound like that. No. But Joe was thinking about that. Yeah. And I'm thinking that as soon as Mulvaney said, we picked Trump Doral, I have a feeling somebody booked the resort and now Trump is like, well, we have to cancel. So Trump Doral has to pay the federal government or the federal government has to pay the cancellation fee.
8: Mm Hmm.
6: Well, another thing I love too... Is that too crazy? No, no. Another thing that I I saw... um, trump cultists were out there saying uh oh well trump just did this to own the libs in the media so how many know. millions of dollars did he waste how many millions of taxpayer dollars did he waste by sending out advanced teams to a dozen locations to own the libs no he you didn't know.
2: send anybody out there joe would you agree yeah I don't think any advanced teams were sent out. As a matter of fact, the mayor of the area didn't even know that Dural was picked.
7: No.
6: Wow. Scumbags. one and all. So, um all right, well let's let's get back to uh, him moaning about this
15: you give away a salary. now it comes up because of this but I give away my presidential salary they say that no other president has done it I'm surprised
6: oh my God. to be honest with you pat yourself on the George fucking back
15: may, may have been the only other president to oh do. compare but yourself see to Washington or not Obama gave up his salary He did. whether or not, uh, uh, not all of the other uh, of your favorites give up their salary the answer is no they say it's the only one. They think George Washington did, but uh, they say no other. So I give up. It's a lot of money. $450,000. Who is $1? they?
2: Nobody says Close that.
15: Close to. And I give that up. So I have a place that's in the best location. I'm very good at no. real estate. Very, very good. Uh-huh. Much better than you even understand. Uh-huh. When you see my financials, which I'll give at the right time. How about your taxes, you say,
12: asshole? Is much better than
15: we even thought. This guy knows right here. Mnuchin because he was in the private yeah. sector. He, he, knows, he knows very much. Hollywood elitist. He would tell you, someday maybe he'll tell you. But I'm very good at real estate.
8: Because no, Miami, we aren't. this
15: mm-hmm. facility, everybody would have had their own building. Everybody yeah. in the G7 mm-hmm. would have had their own building.
2: And It was so good, Florida loved it. Month. They
15: loved economic development it's it's not because it's it's a beautiful place it's new it's been totally rebuilt it's new everything's good got massive meeting rooms it's not unlimited for security because it's on uh, you know hundreds of uh (laughs) best location right next to the airport miami international one of the biggest airports in the world oh some people say it's the biggest but one of the biggest airports in the world it's only minutes away who says it's the biggest nobody it's not but the democrats went crazy even though i would have done it free Save the country a lot of money. Then they say, "Oh, but you'll get promotion, no. kid. You don't no. think I get enough promotion? I get more promotion no. than any human being that's ever lived. I think I get. I think I would have that. I think I can say that fairly safely. I think I get more promotion really? than any human being that's ever lived."
6: Oh, what Jesus a good Christ. Christian! Yeah, Jesus well, I
7: was good. Christ. Exactly. What a good What a good Christian <laughs> to forget Christ. about Jesus You're, Christ. You, you would not remember because you you folks are too young. Okay. <laughs> But back in my day, <laughs> I had to go to Shelbysville.
2: I heard Shelbyville Shelbysville oh, yeah. when yeah. I had the onion belt.
7: Yeah, but here's the thing. Back in my day, John Lennon said the Beatles were more popular than Jesus Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my God, that went on for months. Oh, my God, the hair on fire. John Lennon said the Beatles are more popular than Jesus Christ. The yeah. only problem with that was they were. I'm so glad okay. you you immediately thought, thought that
6: I- I- as well, though, about him, you know, basically being a horrendous Christian and, you know, I mean, because he's even said, oh, well, Art of the Deal's the top-selling book of all time right next to the Bible, you okay. know?
8: <laughs>
6: he forgot about Jesus. He forgot about Jesus. I mean, arguably, I think Jesus has greater promotion than Trump does. yeah. Because children probably learn about Jesus
7: long before they learn about Trump in Christian Julius households. Or Caesar, or Hannibal, or, you know, any figure in history, you know, George Washington. What are you kidding me?
6: You know, this is the first White House that has, uh, uh, you know, uh, in modern times that has run such a respect deficit.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I gotta tell you, I'm really kind of flummoxed when he's like, "I'm the only president who who decided to give up my salary."
7: And by the way, uh, last night this came up on Colbert. This or was it Colbert or Seth Meyers about the airport? Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's uh, right and, there,
7: and um, we looked up largest airports <laughs> because he brought it up, and uh, yeah. Miami Airport, I don't know who he's talking about, uh, is not even in the top 20. No. Not even in the top 20. Well, some say
6: it is not the biggest. Some yeah, say some, it is yeah, the biggest. Yeah, he said that.
2: Well, Trump says his penis is the biggest. I the oh, God
7: almighty. In the
6: world, this, in this
2: house.
7: Oh, Go ahead, Joe. The largest airport in the world is the King Fahd International Airport in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And the second largest is Denver International,
2: which actually I got to bring this up because I lived in Atlanta. There is kind of like a turf war between, you know, Denver and and Atlanta, whether it's large or the amount of people who fly in and out when it comes to America, oh, well, American they, they, flights.
7: It, they, th- this this was by uh, measured by. Uh, but the point hec- is... is hec- hect- hectares, which is uh, 100 acres. And uh, by hectares, the King Fod is 77,000 hectares. And it, the, the second one, Denver, is not even close. It's 13,000. Yeah. And, and, and Atlanta is not even in the mix as far as size, when I'm talking about acreage. Yeah, yeah. okay. Not,
2: no. not
7: even... Not even in the top twenty. I, I mean, love that
6: song though, Joe. Hectares, oh,
8: hectares, oh. We
7: used
8: to laugh because,
7: my, my coming from an Italian family, the only we used to say the only the, the Anglo's in the area, the, all they knew in the, the the song was oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We knew the real stuff.
2: The what? thing that irritates me about this, though, is when Trump says, I'm the only president who gives up my salary, this bothers me because I feel like presidents deserve to earn a salary. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Um, and to flip that to the other side, you know who else worked? So Trump is basically saying, I'm working for America uh-huh. for no money. Um Rudy so, Giuliani yeah. is working for Trump for no money, Right. and Manafort was working for Trump for no money. And right. I feel like, okay, if Trump is working for America for no money, who is Trump working for? I'm not kidding about this. I want him to fucking keep his $400,000 a year. I don't want him to donate it and act like, oh, you know, I'm giving yeah. my money away so I can do whatever the hell I want, because that... Yeah is essentially what he's saying. I give my salary away, so you should let me do whatever I want. He
6: really should have put the back of his hand on his forehead and be like,
7: I give away all of my salary. Just to to fact check that uh, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, according to Forbes, who was president, as we know, from 61 to 63, donated Mm -hmm. his salary to charity.
2: Okay, well I okay, still so feel he
7: wasn't he's not the only one. And I Barack still feel Obama the same
2: way though, Joe. I hope you understand my greater point.
7: Yes, uh, I do. yeah. Jim, well, we're just going through wrong. we're just doing a little more fact the, checking, that's all. Just to get to the granular part of, of what he was saying. The 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 actual literal part. Barack yeah. Obama gave 1. million to charitable causes between 2009 and 2017, okay? John F Kennedy in the brief time he was president Gave his salary to charity. So there's two presidents who uh, gave up their salary to charity. So you're full of shit. Yeah, you remember they when didn't Trump use, used they
2: to use that as a way to say "stop attacking me"? And
7: they and do they you remember do it, they didn't do, you, do it in such a, yeah. uh, a sackcloth and ashes way. You know how they used to in the Bible they say, "Well, if you, you wear sackcloth and ashes, yeah. you're just showing your." Yeah. Well, that's, that, that's the that's, way he does it. He's all sackcloth well, and ashes. You remember
6: when Trump used to tweet out the charity that his paychecks went to? Mm-hmm. When's yeah. the last time you saw him do
7: that?
2: Um, I can't remember. Yeah. How
7: about the so, guy? Isn't he the guy that had a charitable uh, tr- trust going in New York State that was actually a big checkbook for him? Yes. That he actually yep. paid. He was so cheap. He paid his his son's uh, boy scout dues out of it.
0: Oh God, I hate him so much. Dues. Anyway, anyway, to do a boy scout. Yeah. Really. I mean,
6: I mean uh, here's
2: the thing: if you're gonna yeah. do something for charity, don't use your charity as a way to say "stop persecuting me." Yeah. Right. This is.
6: It's bullshit. It's fake martyrdom, is what it is. Um, and, uh, and
2: also Trump, Trump Doral. It it it's literally like ten miles from waterfront, and maybe another.
6: Yeah, it, it's it's bullshit. It's in the middle. It's a dump.
2: It's a shithole.
6: Yeah. Anyway, cat oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 says, awesome. says it's Cat says is hectares.
7: Hectares, yes.
6: Non hectares. I don't know how to pronounce it. But if you Get said hectares, you said hectares. We, it, we, Hectar. we, if you had, hadn't have said that, I never would have gotten to hectares.
8: Whoa.
7: Yes, I guess the uh, cat tells us the correct pronunciation is hectares. Oh. When I saw that, I didn't even know what a heck was. That's all right. So, I but but the point is, it's a one hundred. Go do a Google search. You're going
11: surfing on the internet.
7: Sorry, go ahead. We gotta we gotta do anyway, Mad libs though. People, people saying things are b- the biggest doesn't make them the biggest.
2: Yes. Yes. Some
7: people say
2: that. Thank you, Joe. That's exactly the yes.
7: Alright. Uh
6: okay, we gotta we gotta do this. Let's do this thing. Um mad libs
4: I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs.
1: Oh god bless Mad Libs.
6: Alright. Uh Rain, I need uh part of the body plural.
1: Oh,
2: a plural. so many parts of the bodies I'm going to go with ovaries Uh,
6: alright and Joe I need the uh, full name of a conservative the
7: full name uh 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 uh, uh, uh. my mind went blank I remember Buckley Uh, Jr uh, Okay. how's that I like it.
6: That's good. And Rain, I need a verb ending an I-N-G. Spanking. All right. Joe, another part of the body. Uh, ball sack. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I read it in context.
2: Uh. <laughs> they dry up and disappear after a while. Uh Boy dogs.
6: Oh boy. Um rain part of the body.
2: Part of the body. Um brain.
6: Brain, okay. And Joe, I need an adverb. Uh Ooh.
7: Slimily.
6: Okay. Uh Slimily. And Rain, another verb ending an ING. And that'll do it. Swimming. Okay. I thought this would be nice. We're going to dedicate this to Fat Donnie. Uh, this is a courtroom drama, parts one and two from Primetime Mad Libs. I'd love to see him in a courtroom drama, wouldn't you guys?
4: Oh
7: yes. What? Yes. Especially yes. with a hundred jurors. Oh yes. Yeah. Supreme Court justice. Yeah.
4: Oh God.
6: That would be awesome. Alright, here we go. Courtroom drama part one. Lawyer. Your Honor, I have discovered a witness who can prove beyond the shadow of a penis.
4: Don't say penis in this house.
6: Um that my client is an idiotic man. clerk uh, do you solemnly swear to tell the nauseating truth and nothing but the season witness I do lawyer please state your cacophonous name and occupation witness hard to understand my name is William F Buckley and I am a phlegm driver (laughs) (laughs) judge I can't understand you What's wrong? Are you shit-stained? Witness. Witness. I forgot my false ovaries. They're in my car. Laughter in the courtroom. Judge wraps his hate letter on the shitter. On his shitter. (laughs) Judge. Order in the court. We'll have a ten-minute recess to allow the witness to get his dishonest teeth. Alright. Uh, courtroom drama part two lawyer to witness as I understand you actually saw the theft take place witness yes sir I was in my kumquat when this big guy comes spanking down the street Oh! as he passes by he grabs this lady's cookie right out of her ball sack
7: (laughs) (laughs) that had a hurt that's gonna leave a mark
6: was it Trump Um, so cookie grabber, um, could be lawyer, uh, take a smudged look at the defendant. Is he the man you saw lift the lady's tooth? (laughs) A lot of teeth in this, uh, witness. No, the guy over there is the one who stole the goddamn werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Lawyer shocked. What? Are you sure? Witness. Yes, that's him. Witness points to his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer. I apologize to the court. I slimily believe this man was a credible sprocket. No, judge.
0: No.
6: Uh, judge. Strike the vacuous testimony. Let's take a recess. I have a swimming headache. There you go, folks. There's our big courtroom drama starring William F. Buckley that was, Jr. That, that who, who, was like uh, that was heady That was William F. smart yeah. words. Yeah, William F. Buckley's uh, false ovaries were left in the car.
7: Uh, he had some,
6: made he him hard to ovaries. understand.
2: He wanted to have false
6: ovaries. I guess so. He
2: might have.
6: I guess He's so. All that. right, uh, we gotta wrap things up because uh, I, I got some stuff I gotta take care of. I got an outdoor kitty to to feed. A boy kitty. Ow, a
2: full kitty. Know, Billy. Know. Billy, don't
7: be,
6: don't be a cat. What? Billy, don't be a pussycat. fool in your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, all right, uh, Rain, go ahead. Uh, give us your parting shot.
2: My parting shot is that I just am looking forward to Christmas when this is done. That's it. That's my parting shot. He, he's got to go. And every day that we have more people coming behind, you know, giving closed door hearings,
8: mm-hmm.
2: it's more and more damning. And I think after Thanksgiving, my parting shot is that after Thanksgiving is when we're going to start seeing open testimony. Because right now, the reason why it's all behind closed doors is so people can't be like, oh, yeah, I heard Joe Schmo said this, so I'm going to agree with him. Yeah. It, it, we're gonna we're gonna hear open door testimonies after Thanksgiving. I, I'm praying. My my parting shot is that I pray by Thanksgiving, this is done.
6: Me too. We shall see. Uh, all right, Joe. What's your parting shot, sir? Uh,
7: well, my parting shot is uh, what I mentioned before. Um, very proud to have a an ex Obama staffer running for mayor of Scranton. That's great news. And. Uh, Yes, and I did put her link in there. And uh, hey, if you got a buck, throw it at her, you know, because uh, I love to see her win, and I can't vote for her because I don't live in the city. Mm. But so Good much move. of what happens in the so much of what happens uh, in in our area is affected by the city. So yeah. I'm pulling for her. Okay? Well, there you go. Yes. Good on you for uh, sharing that
6: uh, as well. So, uh, all right. And, uh, yeah, uh, I got really nothing except, uh, I hope everybody's enjoying the Halloween programming we have going on. Uh, of course, the Tim Coramal show is coming up at ten fifteen PM Eastern. Uh, is it, it's a,
7: a new clown car or a best of it's it's not a new clown car. Uh, we are presenting our, uh, Republican, uh, coward protection program Ooh. and how you could enroll. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yes. The you know, I don't, and, uh...
6: I don't want to kibitz or anything, but, you know, I wouldn't mind hearing a clown car edition that maybe focuses on what different uh, uh, Trump cultists or Trump administration people give out on Halloween. Mm. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. If you'd like to do a Halloween-themed one, you know, maybe you could do a whole little stick shtick where, you know, Tim plays a knocking on the door sound and then, you know, somebody comes to the door and they're like and then maybe have kids going oh every time they get <laughs> their, tri- their their bullshit trick so uh, so anyway run with that if you will uh, if not maybe we'll do something with that on uh, turn up tonight uh but yeah so so uh, anyway everybody uh, uh, yeah maybe that could be a collab for for next week if you if you have something planned um we'll, we'll I, talk I don't. we'll I don't. talk
7: so don't so. be surprised if i plagiarize
6: all right all right maybe <laughs> we could you know we, maybe we could do an extended uh, remix uh so we'll see <laughs> but anyway all right uh uh and yeah i hope everybody enjoys the halloween programming stick around for tim Coramel, 10 15 p.m eastern and uh very exciting uh this friday at 10 15 p.m eastern we've hit episode 10 of the lunatic parade Coming your way from cousin Curtis and, and his motley crew of uh, nerds. So so that's pretty exciting. And of course, I can be here at 10 15 p.m. Eastern every uh, Saturday, every Friday, I'm sorry. And then on Saturdays, it's 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And uh, yeah, so enjoy all the Halloween music, all the other programs, uh, Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Tim Coramal, Bradcast, everything. Love it, love it, learn it, live it. It's Indie Media Weekly, and that's all I got. We'll see everybody. Oh, it'd be good to everybody, too. Be nice.
7: That's it.
4: Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm
5: finished. Goodbye.
4: We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night.
8: Thank you. Family. Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it!